everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 350350 for the week of June 13, 2015. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, here with RP Gamers Pre-E3 Podcast, and we are very sorry about missing the show last week. Um, I had a conference on Saturday, and then I was ill on Sunday, and then we had E3 Pre... Uh, just, we're here now, and we got lots of stuff to cover, so we're going to get right into it. Joining me today, Al- Alice Wilkinson from uh, the Commonwealth. Well, England specifically. England specifically. Along with Alex Fuller, also from the England wealth. Yeah, quite. Quite, I see. (laughs) Anna-Marie Privetier, formerly of the Commonwealth. I still am. I just live in your dirty country. Yeah, this is pretty dirty. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. If you want to catch the show live like the people doing so right now, thank you all the people in the chat room. They're joining us via rpgamer.com slash live or twitch.tv slash rpgamer. You take your pick, uh, whichever you prefer. Uh, We follow the chat over at irc.rpgamer... No, irc.esper.net in Pound RP Gamer. <laughs> I was going to say, are we running our own Esper? No, our no, own? no, we're not. Not anymore. <laughs> That's Thanks hash to... RP Gamer for everyone in Britain. Yes, hash RP Gamer. <sighs> Hashtags for the win. IRC handle before Twitter. All right, so thanks everybody for joining us. Let's get into it. Hey, it's been a while. What have we been playing? I know I got a new computer. And we forgot our anniversary we did until someone reminded us the day before it was really funny because we both (laughs) forgot and i don't think we've had a podcast since we have not so we bought each other we like ran a best buy and bought each other let's buy each other's gifts yay (laughs) yay so uh we got destiny Mm -hmm. and you're like level 28 i'm 29 in destiny So I got it on it? the 1st. It's the 13th, so I've been advancing quickly. Uh, I'm just kind of addicted to the game right now, and hopefully that'll stop soon so I can play other stuff again. But I've played over 30 hours in that game, Anna. Wow, good for you. Yeah. And we bought Omega Quintet, which we haven't started yet. No, I got to tell... Okay, yes. we. we... Oh, I'm sorry. But if we're talking about Destiny... Yes, please keep going. We got to talk about Destiny. Okay. Destiny is a game where you shoot things, and um, I don't know why I like this game, because quite frankly, the story is really crappy. <laughs> um, it it seems like the general consensus it was pulled out of the game, <laughs> and they've left it with remnants and kind of tried to fill it in with grimoire cards on their website, which are just little cards you read with little story snippets and character descriptions and stuff like that. It's a terrible way to tell a story. Um but the shooting's really fun. Running around and killing things is fun. And you get loot and you get to grind your levels. And I've just been enjoying shutting my mind off, jumping in and uh, grinding up levels and loot. So I enjoy that. And yeah, it feels good. And uh, Wheels from RP Gamer has been playing and helping me do some dungeons. Uh, old friend Dan um, from work, that you, none of you guys know, but I know him, used to play Final Fantasy XI with him. He's been jumping in and helping me some. And then Soffle Silk, which apparently is spelled C-O-F-L Silk. So, I don't know. From the forums and stuff has been helping as well. Thank you all. And if you want to play Destiny with me after E3, um, let me know. Message me at Sabin1001 on Twitter and uh, tell me, hey, I want to play Destiny with you. Um, and then I can get up to 34 and then I don't know what. Probably stop playing. 
Because I once the grinding's done, I don't know if I'll have any point to play in that game. But Anna wanted to play the game. We got it for you, Anna. Yep. Because I think Soffle Silk talked you into playing a warlock, right? Yep. And uh, that's what Soffle plays. And wheels. <laughs> they both play warlocks. So space black mage for the win. All right. Well, Anna has not played. She she had fun making her character. And yep. then I had fun listening to her make joyous exuberations whenever she shot an enemy in the head. And it was really funny. And she hasn't played since, so I got to get her back into it. But I, I got you a high-tier warlock body piece. Woohoo! So when, you just got to get to 20, and then you put that sucker on. It's going to be awesome, all right? Oh. See, I got tempted by Destiny when I saw you talking about it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, but then I realized I could go fishing on Final Fantasy XIV instead. <laughs> Which is also a colossal waste of time. <laughs> is there a lot of grinding in the fourteen fishing? Yes. Well, I, it, I, it's, it's just, I'm not sure there's much point into it other than to kill time. Okay. I, could, I had, like, level 15 fishing before the end of the world. Which tells you how much I did it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. getting the feeling I should probably just spend like the next week leveling fishing. Why? Because. Agents <laughs> huh? love it. Because it's a well, thing yeah, that they Adrian can do while waiting for. Well, yeah, but Adrian was mad enough to level for. fisherman to fifty before he even got to uh, before he even got any other combat class to level fifty. Yeah, fishing was his first fifty. I remember That's that. It. He still hasn't finished with it though. <laughs> He's got like 30 fish left to catch, I think. <laughs> Did he just stop playing? Mm, I don't think so. I think he did for a bit and then came back and went fishing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so back to our anniversary game extravaganza. Um, we picked up... Splatoon! The... Yes! And I played a bunch of that, but not nowhere near as much as I've played Destiny. But that game's really good. Stay fresh. Stay fresh. So it I took ha- him a long time to figure out the calamari joke. Yeah, Cali Marie. Yeah, it did. It was kind of sad. <laughs> it's also disturbing because they're they wearing wear calamari on their heads. Yeah, they're wearing dead versions of themselves essentially, and it's really gross. And I don't understand it, but okay. So Chris. What? Are you a kid or are you a squid? I, I don't know. Everyone's really confused by this. I, I think I'm an adult. That's a terrible answer. I'm sorry, but it's probably the truth. I'm very disappointed in you. You should be. So I have played almost nothing of Splatoon. I yeah, prefer. I don't know you. you I prefer. Oh, Anna, let, let, let's break this down even more. You've played nothing of the anniversary presents. Really? No. Really? No. Really? What have you played? Uh, I really enjoy kibitzing you while you play Splatoon. Mm-hmm. That's that's my contribution. No. I also, I'm 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 your point woman when no. you're playing Destiny. These I'm like, look really, behind you, and then these you are blow terrible up. Terrible excuses. Um, we also got the the second Devil Survivor game because. Um, with the 20% out discount, it completely negates the Atlas tax. Uh, so, it, but you haven't played that y- yet either. No, because 
I got into Aisha. Aisha. Yes. We got some amiibos too. Yes. The boy squid and the girl squid. And Michael Tidwell, formerly of RP Gamer, bought me the uh, Charizard amiibo. Happy birthday! For my birthday, yes. Thank you. It's Chrissy's birthday on Monday. Uh, Two days from now, yes. And what do I do for his birthday? I abandon him. You do all day. You've got meetings. (laughs) (sighs) No, you've got meetings all day. Eh, I've got a dinner at night. Whatever. We've both been playing a crap load of Record Keeper. Although I think I've been playing a lot more than you. I think you're right. So, oh my gosh, it's been a while. So they had a huge, huge content update. Where basically they completely overhauled all of the quality of life things that we hated about the game. So like you can sort equipment by Final Fantasy. You can sort everything that you couldn't sort by Final Fantasy number by Final Fantasy number now. So like equipment and all the characters and all sorts of stuff. Um, They added in a level break so your characters can go above level 50. And... uh, there's an event right now where you can unlock Titus and Waka and get them up to 65. Um, they completely changed the way that daily dungeons work so that they're better spread out and so that you're able to specifically seek the elements that you're looking for. Um, they made it so that you can bring a friend's hero with you and you can use their soul break ability and you can follow people, and people can follow you. There's a quest system that's been added to encourage you to try different things. Um, they've made it so that you can see how much stamina is gonna uh, a level is gonna take before you go into it. You can see the boss and the goals and the weaknesses, and it's just so much nicer now. Yeah, they fixed a lot of shortcomings in Record Keeper. It was like, if it was something that we bitched about on Twitter in amongst the group of us that play Record Keeper, it was basically all fixed in this pack. Yep. I think the only thing that's still lacking... Oh, yes! And they fixed optimization when you're inside of a level. So optimization, um, when you're just in, in the general menus gives you the best characters with the best set of equipment. But if I go into, say, Final Fantasy X, and I want the party that I have, I just want them kitted out for Final Fantasy X, I go into a level, I hit Optimize, and it equips everybody with all the Final Fantasy X equipment that's superior to their current equipment. What if you uh, want them squitted out? (sighs) Please tell me you're kidding me. Uh, I am. (laughs) <laughs> so record keeper is great right now it's if you haven't jumped in it's free you're almost never pushed to buy anything i have spent exactly 99 cents on the game Get addicted. it's great and it's nice because it's something that you can play while you're doing other stuff i almost have enough mithril for another draw maybe i'll get more five star knuckles <laughs> So, yeah, I'm just, I'm enjoying it. There's a lot of good stuff going on. I think the only thing that I would, I, I'm hoping after E3 that they release the next regular content expansion because there are 10 characters that are currently set to have um, their their level cap broken, but you can only access the materia to do two of them right now, which is Titus and Waka. The other eight come in the next 
um, main content expansion. Are you a little excited? Yes. It was good before. It's great now. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ice is fun. It's different from the Our Land trilogy. And I am being a dirty, dirty cheater and playing with a strategy guide because that's the way I like playing the Atelier games. And it's very fun and I like the story. It's a little darker than the Arlen trilogy. And I don't think I can say a lot more because it's mostly spoilers. 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 The alchemy system has changed. Um, So instead of kind of tossing everything in and picking um, your traits for the items at the end, you actually do it while you're synthesizing and you get um, uh, abilities to specifically choose what you want to put on or you can choose what order to put stuff in so that they combine together correctly um and yeah it's just a nifty little system it's very different from the previous ones but very easy to catch on to so i'm like almost done the first year and i figure i'm about a third of the way through the story which is kind of right on track and is there anything else that i've been playing I finished Puzzle and Dragon Z, and I unlocked the second half of the game, which is freaking massive. It's huge. It's huge. So I'll probably go back to Puzzle and Dragon Z after I beat Aisha. And that's what I've been playing. Is there anything else that you want to talk about, Chris? I'm playing the Steam Clicker game. Stop that. It's part of the summer sale. Stop that. Yeah, it's We're doing fun. a podcast. Stop that. Yeah. I, everyone should play it. Alice, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing stuff. Did you blow up anything with missiles? Or rockets? Um, I or tried. Lasers? You tried? Yeah. You failed? Yep, that happens. <gasps> I tried taking my shiny new falcon out and <gasps> didn't shoot anything. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Did your Did your antenna die? No, that's still going. Okay, good. I can't use the I can't use my antenna much on normal on our kind of normal combat operations because it is not a come under the sort of realm of cloaky ships. Ah. Uh... you can fit a cloaking device in its utility slot. However, it's one of those cloaking devices that you can't use while warping. Whereas all covert ops, uh, all ships that can equip covert ops cloaking devices, so recons, stealth bombers, covert ops ships themselves, so on, they can all warp while cloaked, which makes them a lot more uh, valuable for our operations. Gotcha. Because if you're not warp- if you're not cloaked while warping, people will see you coming. Back to life. <laughs> Um, but so yeah, no. Unfortunately, uh, no uh, no um, high velocity munitions deliveries this time around. Sorry. I'm uh, extremely disappointed in you. Oh, for God's sake. Um, I have been playing some more city skylines. I'm trying to see if I can start a new city from scratch because uh, I've been working on my current one for ages. Um, hang on a second. Hanging on. Sorry, that was my fault. That was your fault? Yes. Oh. Okay, I think we're good. 
Um, My bad. So yeah, that's all right. Um, so I've got City Skylines. Um, I finished um, Persona 4 Golden again. Ooh. Again. What drove you to do out. that again? I don't know. Just felt like playing it again. Um, and, well, actually, I'm trying to think, actually. What was my thought process? Because um, I'd already gotten fairly far in the game. I think it was just because I wanted to do something in the, uh, like, f- during my lunch breaks on my night shift, like, last week. Um, <laughs> I just wanted something to do, so I took my Vita with me, put uh, Persona 4 back in. I think I was just before... Um, uh, the November series of events, and I basically just took the game from there. Uh, this is my second run through, so I kind of already have all the like really powerful personas and stuff. Um, but I may have mentioned on the podcast back then that, um, well, uh, I, I kind of screwed up my uh, Max Social Link run. No. And you know what I did? No. Uh, I managed to screw it up again. No! <laughs> so, I'm on New Game Plus, and, uh, yeah, I, I kind of screwed it up again. I got a lot closer this time, though. A lot closer. Um, I, uh, I think I only am... Last time, I, I finished the game with several social links unfinished, so ones at several at, like, rank 9, and I think there was one at, like, rank 2 which was pretty bad of me. Um, this time around, there is, I have all of my social links maxed, except for one, which is kind of annoying. All right, who'd you, really. who'd you decide not to level? Who got the shaft? Uh, Kanji, again. Ah. Kanji. I got Kanji to level six this time. Um, everyone else is at max. And, yeah, that was... That was pretty bad of me. So I'm probably going to have to do it again. <laughs> oh, darn. You sound yeah, real broken up about three. it. That's a lot of Persona Well, golden. this time I'm... Well, this time, because uh, all of my... Um, uh, pretty much all of my social links are maxed out, means that uh, I now have access to a lot more uh, ultimate Personas. That's true. Yeah, the ones that uh, you can, the ones that you can only fuse at uh, the top of uh, when you get to the maximum for the social link rank. So, yeah. So, yeah, uh, at the been, moment, I'm basically just. Yeah, uh, I've just been fits in mind. <laughs> yep. Um, so I am basically just leveling my character up, so I can actually make those fuses, so that I can then carry them over to a, a new save. Because you can do that. That's cool. Um, what else? Oh, and the other thing I've been playing in the wake of um, the announcement of XCOM 2. Um, I've been I watching you play XCOM on Steam. Uh, X- Sorry, I spoiled it. Yeah. Like what? yesterday? No? Oh. Did I spoil it? I thought I didn't have that enabled. <laughs> it's uh, like on by default, I think. <laughs> I feel terrible now. I think Alice oh. just didn't realize you were watching her. 
Stock, stock, stock. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that that's a feature that'll sneak up on you. That's true. So like Steam's broadcasting is like out there now, and like you can just start watching another player play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know forget, about that. Yeah, forget. Uh, forget oh no, it the... says I have um I have request. Oh no no no! I, I wasn't re- watching you play live. To, uh, I was quest, seeing the so. little pop up in my corner that was like Alice is now playing. Oh, so, I'm sorry. I oh. just made you very paranoid for oh. no reason, and I completely apologize. Um, well, what I did was um, I, I I was wondering if Chris was familiar with the Long War mod. No, I am not. Um, so, uh, Long War is basically, um, uh, it's, it's not a, it's not a, uh, how do I describe it? <laughs> uh, it's probably the most well-known nod for, um, XCOM Enemy Unknown, uh, probably. Um, but basically it adds a bunch of additional research tiers, kind of extends the game out, sort of, uh, you know, makes the game take longer, that kind of thing. Okay. Or makes a full playthrough take longer. So it introduces things like um, soldier fatigue, um, new weapons that kind of... Because in the original XCOM, there were only three tiers of weapons. There was the ballistic stuff you started with, then you upgraded to lasers by the time you get to the alien base, and then you go to plasma before you do the final missions. Um, what Long War does is it adds a bunch of additional um, research tiers so that there are now... Uh, more weapon types in between um, the three that were in the base game. Um, so yeah, and then you start Windows. I've been working my way through. <laughs> no, that was David's machine. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing, and I'm uh, still working on that. Not finished it yet. That's it. All right. Cool. Alex Fuller. Yes. Have you been playing anything or just posting news? Uh, I've been playing stuff. Ooh. I mean, I started Steins Gate on Vita. That, that, that's out in Europe on Vita and PS3 this week. Oh, okay. uh, I don't remember so what Steingates is about. What is that about? Is that an anime, right? It's an anime and a manga and a bunch of video games. Yeah. Uh, I it's a bit... The visual novel was first. So oh. this is actually this is actually the original. So this is a visual thing. novel, alright. Yeah, but it basically all the choices are made by depending on what you do with your phone. So you'll get sort of text and people sending you emails and stuff, so it depending on whether or not you read them or respond to them will sort of affect the route you go down. And that one, but the main reason to play it is because the story's awesome and the characters are great. So Cool. Yes, yeah, everyone in Europe, I'd, go buy it. Everyone in North America, get Jairus of Peace in Europe. Yeah, are we version? not getting it? <laughs> Which version you are getting you it at Alex? some point. I have the Vita version. The Vita version, okay. Because I was considering getting it on the PS3. Yeah. I also have it on PC because that was sort of, they released it like last year. Oh, when did the um, who did the PC version? Because it's not on Steam, is it? Uh, no, it's trying to put it was. Um, oh, crud. Because I know, I think it's Rice Digital who are doing the 
Yeah, Vice Digital did the. Uh, well, actually, they did the special edition, physical edition. It's yeah. I think P Cube. P Cube ones are actually publishing it. So. But yeah, there was a PC release I think last year or the year before. Yeah, translated version. Um, just have a look now. Oh, it looks like it's an actual physical release as well. It's not actually on any of the download. Oh, really? It was it was through a download. I think they did a physical as well, but it was yeah. sort of directly through the the website rather than directly. any actual any actual store. Thank you, Chris. Oh, okay. What was it? Um, who did you buy it from then? In that case, the, I think it was whoever published. Yeah, oh, I think it was whoever right. published it. I'm trying to if it was. Yeah, I'm trying to remember that myself because I completely forgot that it came out on PC. Yeah, actually, I do remember who it was, but. I'm not. Sure, I don't really want to say because if you go to the website, you'll get some inappropriate stuff as well. Um, <laughs> they 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 translate other games. Oh my! Yeah, because the original story was written by Nitro Plus. Yeah, it, it was some sort of small company that localizes very niche titles. Oh, I think I found it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sort of I'm only a chapter into that one, so. Yeah, no um, kidding. Hang on, I just got the <laughs> website. Uh, yeah, that, that's a lot of boobs. But yeah, no, there's Steins Gate. So. Yeah, I did. Ah. I completed a different visual novel this week as well, which is Quantum Conscience. Huh? Which is. Uh, that one. No, it's one that I saw. I'm not even sure where I found it from, but it just sort of randomly appeared. And it looked interesting, so. But it's it's an indie, Western indie visual novel. Okay. Which is, it's a, I think it's Woodsy Studio is the one who did it. It's on Steam. It's it only takes a couple of hours to complete, but it's really interesting for those few hours. So. I actually played a visual novel. A couple nights ago, because Chris had me play it. Hang on, let me get the name. It was free. Seduce Me. Yes, it was called Seduce Me, the Atome game. Okay, not heard that one. <laughs> it's free on Steam. And um, it's like, there are five guys that move into your house that are demons, and you have to decide which one you want to go with. There's multiple endings for each guy, depending on how far you let them go. Yeah, that's generally that's a whole genre of visual novel there. Okay, <laughs> I had never run into that in a VN game before, so that was sort of interesting. It's like, oh, I didn't get the best ending because apparently I didn't pork them. Yep. So, I'm I'm gonna try a different. <laughs> um, visual novel game. Chris put this one on my iPad. It's, um, hang on, let me get up the... Wait, wait, you, you don't like Seduce Me now? Um, I don't know. It kind of left me with this kind of very unsatisfied feeling because I played the whole game you and did? I got a stupid ending. Because you didn't have sex with someone? Yes. Well, I've been... Anna, how many times did I ask you? Did you have sex with someone yet? <laughs> you said no. And that's why I didn't have sex with him. Well, see? That's... Well, 
I don't know. It just kind of feels like I think that's the outcome of most dating sims, like ones that visual novels that are actually dating sims. If you don't, play, yeah, it, you yeah, don't get the good ending. In other games, that is the whole point. Yeah, <sighs> you got to sleep with someone. Damn it! Why didn't anyone tell me this? I'm going to go into the next until my game informed. So yeah, yeah he put Enchanted in the Moonlight on my iPad. Yeah. What is it? Enchanted <laughs> in the Moonlight. I don't remember putting it on there. You did. I probably did, but I don't it, remember. It was like it. six months ago. Okay. And so it actually has a very similar theme to Seduce Me, where it's five um, otherworldly beings that are all demons of some sort. One's like a Kitsune, and one's an Oni, and one's like, oh, what's that one with the big black wings that aren't angels? Demons? <sighs> There's a specific Dang name it. for it. Yes, Tengu. Thank you. Ooh, he knows. See? She knows. And there's Someone a wolf knows. guy. People and then know. there's Everyone my knows. servant, you, you, which you, feels you, you weird. Pick, you, you pick up on it when you play enough Toho first. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, I might try this one. We'll see. The payment model looks a little funky. I'll, I'll buy something and let you guys know in a couple weeks whether it was worth the money. The things that I do for our audience. Ping. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, well, I interrupted say, you. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, I'd say Quantum Conscience is worth the. I think it's something like six bucks. So, but you get you get sort of one or two evenings worth of play out of that, and it's it's an interesting sort of sci-fi story where you can choose whether or not to read people's minds, and that affects how sort of stuff plays out. Wouldn't it be better to always read their minds? Um, not really, because then they get angry and suspect you're going to betray them. Well, how do like they that. know? Uh, cause... Do a bad job of hiding it, apparently. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it sort of affects how the main character acts rather than. So if you find out stuff, and he'll, then they'll act on it and so forth. But So the yeah. main character is a bit of a doofus, is what you're saying? He can be. Okay. If you, if you choose to be, yes. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, it's uh, well written on, so. Check that out if you're interested in visual novels. And apart from that, I've played a bit of Lord of Magna and have since given up on it because I really don't like the battle designs. Wait, what was the name of that game? Lord of Magna. Ah. Which is the 3DS tactical RPG with elf ladies. Of course, yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. I love it when you get a distinguishing feature like that. Yep. Well, and you're supposed to be able to sort of basically go bowling with monsters, but again, the battle designs means that feature isn't as interesting as it should be because all the battles basically become a war of attrition on whatever creature has the biggest HP nearby and then repeats constantly. Some some people are liking it. I didn't really. Unfortunately, I don't have to review it, so I went and played something else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and yeah, apart from that, I've just been playing baseball games. Yay, baseball games! What kind of baseball games? Uh, I've been playing the MLB one on PS4 and the baseball management game that you actually bought me. 
Oh, right. Yeah, but I didn't buy it. RP, <laughs> RP Gamer, Gamer bought it. So there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, Chris. Whatever you need to say to get through the night. <laughs> hey, the uh, Steam sales just cycled. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying. The Steam sales have cycled for the day. That's all. Okay. Uh, yep. Go and check them. Mm-hmm. Go and check them and see why I don't put them in the console digital update. <laughs> because there's so many of them. <laughs> yeah, we, we could be here all afternoon, I think, talking about some of these. Oh, well, that's it for everybody? Yeah, pretty much. We can talk about fishing more if you want. Oh, I do. Okay, that was a lie. I hope you wouldn't. <laughs> liar? Why are you a liar? Has anybody played the updated Final Fantasy 15 demo yet? Ooh, that's telling. Yeah. I, I still I haven't played the original version. Oh. I don't have a PS4. Well, maybe if you're Employee of the Year, we'll buy you one. Employee of the Year? <laughs> I like how that's. You get that, you really raise the uh, expectations now. Mm-hmm. If, well, hey, I mean, if you want to buy me a PS4, please go ahead. <laughs> Anyways. Is that everything that we all played? Mm. I think so. Seems so. Okay. Whew. That took a while, but it was good. Mm. Are we going to move on to feedback? We're going to stay fresh. I don't know. Yes. Anna, do you want to do feedback? No, because I'm typing in stuff. You're typing in stuff, huh? Yeah. I don't think I spelled that right. <laughs> oh, I don't want to say what you typed, but uh, yeah, Anna misspelled the hotel name, and it's hilarious because she confused it with historical feature of person. Okay, well. Oh, no wonder you wanted me to do the feedback. What? Not in the damn page. Oh, yeah. Chris, you're an idiot. <laughs> what did I do? It's not in the outline. Yeah, I don't think there was any. Hold well on. then, if you want to contribute feedback. Yeah, tell people. I want to hear you say this. Uh, Can you do it? <laughs> no, because I don't know the phone number. <laughs> Well, do everything except the phone number. All right. You can uh, check us out at forums.rpgamer.com. The latest podcast thread is always in the latest updates forum. You can email us at podcasts at rpgamer.com. You can leave a comment on our Facebook where we often ask for feedback about things we're going to be discussing in an upcoming podcast. You can tweet us at rpgamer or you can call us at... 608-729-4098. And you can leave a voicemail like these people did. 
Wow, it's already E3. Well, I'll tell you what. Everybody expected uh, Fallout 4. I mean, that was kind of a given. Uh, I look forward to uh, Manny, and Manny, Chris, and Anna. I hope you are all just uh, there. And I'll tell you what, you know, I'm going to uh, take the odd man out. I mean, I've been playing... Uh, uh, Fire Emblem on my, my 3DS, I kind of keep my 3DS games, my, my PlayStation 3 games separated, and, you know, Fire Emblem's great, but I've been playing a lot in Returns, and actually, kind of Returns is kind of a weird puzzle piece, man. It's, it's kind of fun. You know, you, you just, uh, you, you piece it together and forget about the rest of the game, so I just kind of like it. Well, I look forward to all y'all's, uh, E, uh, E3 coverage, uh, it's going to be great. I'll be giving those clicks and likes. So, yeah, bye-bye. Thank you. That and was Matt from Texas, That right? was Matt from Texas, and Thank here's you. another voicemail we got. How y'all doing? I'm curious when Alice is going to be making those two new podcasts of hers, the Rocket, sorry, Missile Delivery Service podcast called Special Delivery and the Mech Simulation Gaming Podcast called MSGKS, where at the end of each episode she talks a little bit about Super Robot War stories. Can you let me know? Thank y'all. There you go, Alice. There's a ringing endorsement for podcasts from you. Oh, I'm quite surprised, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's well known that I can talk about Super Robot Wars for hours um just not actually sure whether or not um you know uh <laughs> whether i could actually maintain a podcast series on it i mean i could have a meandering show that basically discussed uh, uh eve online followed by super robot wars but i'm not quite sure what audience it would reach eh. okay no that's fine Oh, I guess that means it's time for me. I'm sorry, I'm doing some E3 business while we're also doing the show. Um, I guess it means it's time for me to stop doing that and start doing the news. So much stuff going on with E3. Most of it is leaks. No, no, Chris, not those kind of leaks. Oh. Thought it, I thought it was. No? Okay. Well, let me get all this stuff loaded up. There is a lot of stuff that's happened well, in the last two weeks. Yeah, two weeks, so hold on. Yeah, there's a lot more coming up before V3 than well, I mean, I think it's, years. Well, and I think it's important to remember that E3 is a week later this year than, than it has been in um, like six years. When was the last time you had a birthday at E3, Chris? Uh, a couple of years ago. No, it's been more than that. Four years ago? Yeah, I think okay. it was more like six. I don't know. I've been to a bunch of E3s now. I don't. I can't. Well, I mean, Michael was straight. there and he hasn't gone for like four years. It hasn't been four years. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. No. We can go look at the pictures afterwards. <laughs> no, just like how rhythmic <laughs> this was. No. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> uh-huh. 
<laughs> we can solve this after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why do start reading the news? No, no, that's fine. Let's keep going. <laughs> Anna, I've got good news for you. <gasps> Yay! I'm going to get us a room at the hotel we're staying at. For what? Tomorrow night. Yeah. So we don't have to move hotels on Monday. Love you. Uh-huh. We probably, we'll have to probably change rooms, though, right? I don't know. If you could tell me what kind of room they booked you. I have I'd... no idea. Can you ask Mr. Um, Graham? No one's going to be around. You can't Facebook him or anything? He doesn't um, respond? He's with his mom. Oh. Which probably means they're wasted. Well, would you be okay changing rooms? Yes. Okay. That's a lot, a lot easier, easier than right? changing hotels. Right, then I'm going with the cheapest one. That's fine. Okay. Live from RP Gamer E3 2015 planning. It's coming out of RP Gamer's money. So Good. Whatever. That's. I'm sorry, my computer's going to restart. <laughs> bye bye. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Alice, you come back. In the meantime, somebody can tell me about uh, Idea Factory. And how they want beta testers for yes, 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 fairy yes, fans or um, Am I? Let's see if I'm in the right order. Okay, Alex, you talked. You wrote about this, right? Yeah, it no longer applies because they finished. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's over. No, you you yeah, just had well, to apply by like the eighth, oh. I think. Well, never mind. Well, Sorry. That was when it started. You actually closed. They actually closed the testing about three hours after I posted the story. Holy cow. That is a really good response rate for them. So, oh. So, yeah. Um, They've you... got a fairly hardcore fan base. So. That's true. So, beta testing runs until the 22nd. I don't know if the beta testers can talk about the beta test or not. No, they cannot. So, we probably won't hear anything until the end of the month. Yes. So, some people on Steam are playing Fair Offensive F. Yeah. Um, and so we're it's an interesting time of year because not only do we have all these E3 announcements, but we also have a bunch of indie games that were announced. So um, a lot of games announced Niflheim, which is a 2D Norse RPG. Mm. It's an open world PC game coming in 2016. No release date beyond that. Um, basically, you're exploring the game's underworld through various dungeons and caves in the hunt for food and other resources. Um, if you, you know, get out safely, you start building up a settlement, and that settlement is little stuff like farms and crafting buildings all the way up to a castle. And um, there's both AI assistance and multiplayer. And, and caves that look like giant bears. In case that look like giant bears. <laughs> so people don't like the running animation so far. It's what we've learned from the RP Gamer forums. So, and then Exceed kind of announced 8 trillion things. And How many things? Give um, us an actual count. Eight. Eight things. That's a, that is a lot of things. I wasn't kidding. So we can actually talk about all these things that we've been booking for now. Yes. So they announced Legend of the Heroes Trail of Cold Steel and Legend Wait, of Heroes Trail so of that's, Cold These are sequels to, to Trails in the Sky? Yes. So Trails of Cold Steel yeah, two is sequels? the second game and Trails of Cold, Cold Steel 2 is the third game. Wait. So Trails Wait, in the Sky no. to Trails... Wait, what? Uh, no, it, 
it's Chosen Sky, then you got Chosen Sky second chapter. Right, sorry. Then and that's already out, right? Second that... chapter, no. Second chapter is no. Okay, it's Ch- coming. Second chapter is around the same time as later this year. So. Okay. But so yeah. After that, you've, yeah. After that, you've got the third chapter, which is more a spin-off sort of side story thing. It's okay. not actually really a sequel. So you have tits, titsy talks, and talks too. Yeah. TikTok. But there's actually, there's two there's two games that were released before. Yes, and they Cold have Steel, talked about are... that in a recent blog and said. Um, we are not opposed to going back to them, and chances are 99% good we will, but we had a really small window to get Tits SC and Talks out because of the platforms that they're on. So that's what we did first. Yeah, the other two are on PC, so it's not... Right, whenever. Big deal. Well, yeah, well, these two are actually exclusive at the moment to Vita and PS3, so... Right. And since the Vita... Well, I think there were actually PSP games originally that have been upscaled to Vita. Or I might be thinking of second chapter. Anyways, I mean, the PS3 is on its way out. So, I mean, if you don't put it out this year or early next year, you've kind of lost your momentum. Um, they also announced Return to Popoloqua, A Story of Seasons Fairy Tale, which is the Popo Bokujo Monogatari crossover, which is mostly Popo with, like, farming and dating thrown in. From You're totally into this, aren't story. you? Yeah. Yeah, you want this bad. Yes, because I like Popoloqua. Uh, and this is a Popoloqua game with Bokumono dressing. So, yeah, of course I want it. Is that like Caesar dressing? <laughs> no, it has a little bit less anchovies. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Caesar dressing has anchovies? Yes, Chris. Yo, I can't eat Caesar dressing. Though. Even though I like it, I can't. That's just, that's gross. The problem is, is this was the first of all of the things that they announced. and I. But I think it's the only stuff that's relevant to us. I think everything else that they announced is not an RPG. Alex, do you... Yeah, I think yeah, all the other stuff's... Um, well, it's a weird assortment of things. There's, yeah, it's kind of all over the board, a... but I think those are the only RPGs. Yeah, I think there's some fighting games or some... And a shmup. Yeah, there's a shmup for that sub. got announced like today. So, yeah, I mean, check out their Facebook page if you're interested in their non-RPG stuff. And um, I don't know if I should talk about the next story. Oh, Mm. right. Um, Lords of Magna came out. We've talked about it and are now playing. It's a tactical uh, RPG that came out on the 3DS. It was partially developed by the... um, Neverland team, which is known for the Rune Factory games, and there you can read an uh, an impression of the Japanese game and a review coming soon if it's not out yet, right? Yeah, uh, Mike Menke's doing the review, so cool. So I probably shouldn't introduce the next story. The next story is a conflict of interest for Anna because it's about Harvest Moon. Yay! Woo-hoo! So Harvest Moon announced a new game. And we have the community manager of the Harvest Moon of Natsume here to tell us all about it. Anna Marie, what's going on with the new Harvest Moon game? Um, hang on. Let me pull up my sheet so that you I actually remember what I can say. Oh, I see. That's her problem. It isn't that she's not allowed to. It's that she doesn't know what she shouldn't say. All right. Tasked with the job of revitalizing a farm, players will need to befriend the villagers in order to in town in order to unlock the titular seeds of memories so basically think magical melody 
Seeds can be unlocked in a, many, in a variety of ways, such as giving a villager their favorite item, catching fish, or raising a cow. Moo. So, um, it's more of a traditional Harvest Moon game than the Lost Valley was. So, town's back, gifting's back, five marriage candidates for each, uh, five bachelors, five bachelorettes, um, cow, sheep, chicken, dog, and a bobcat. A bobcat? A bobcat. Isn't that a wild animal? Yes. And you can have it as a pet? Well, it starts wild. <laughs> what is it? Just kill things on your farm? Those are details I can't announce at this point. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> and it has cooking, fishing, foraging, and mining. So foraging is back. Um, a whole bunch of uh, festivals that people said they really like are back. So cooking contest is back. Starry Night Festival is back. Um, and I think that's all I can say right now. Oh, yeah. It's Wii U, PC, iOS, and Android. Which oh, is four systems that Harvest Moon has never been on before. Well, except for iOS. It's the first mainline game on iOS. Previously, there was only puzzle games. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited for this. I'm excited because I just got to cancel hotel reservation at a Howard Johnson. <laughs> I had no interest in staying in. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. I also, I'm also excited because I remember to cancel the secondary hotel we had booked for E3 Whoops. so that we don't have to pay for it. <laughs> So now that we've ceased the conflict of interest, Final Fantasy Type-0 is coming to Steam! Wait, what? Yes. So this was originally on the PSP, and then an HD version was released on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Uh, that was like three months ago. And now it's coming to Steam. Um, no release date for this, right? Not yet. Spoiler, all the JRPGs are coming to Steam. Spoiler, all of Square's JRPGs are coming to Steam. Spoiler, all the, all the it's things. Even, it's not in Square, it's just loads of them are now coming to Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, even Harvest Moon's going to PC now. It's yeah, the so new there will mobile. Be more stories later. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a bunch of... That's right, I was looking so ahead. Good, why totally is right. that? Why is stuff coming to Steam now? It used to all be coming to iOS, now it's all coming to Steam. What's up with this? Um, I think everyone just saw the success that Compo Hot managed to get. Oh, idea facts we've managed to. Yeah, Carpe Fulgard like kind of blasted the doors wide open, yeah. and then you had Z Boy Games that was also really successful on PC. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's Idea Factory's actually been one of the main. Yeah. Jump for sort of Japanese RPGs going. And there at anyway. the same time, I don't know how much of this I want to get into. TLDR: Steam has made it easier to become a publisher. Mm-hmm. Greenlight was like a good idea that kind of sucked ass in practice. So they're doing new stuff now that allows publishers who weren't previously on Steam to uh, get on Steam to have a fair shake. Okay. Oh yeah, so yeah, Elderly just punks all their their games on Steam in the last few months as well. So. Yep. So yeah, um, Steam has been changing. Um, Gog obviously has modern stuff they changed their name like two years ago at this point but they've really established themselves as a platform and i mean oh. there's always um gamer gate for european releases hmm. all right so Good old PC. 
I guess. PC, PC, PC. PC. I'm back, by the way. Oh, you're back? Yeah, my uh, my computer hard locked <laughs> during the uh, during the um, update process. Ooh, wait! I want to correct myself. Gamers Gate, not Gamergate. I <laughs> the S is very important there. Gamers oh, is Gate it? is a okay. platform that sells games. They are predominantly European. I apologize. Anyways, moving on. Um, surprise! Surprise! Follow four. Woo. Uh, come surprised. on, that wasn't a surprise at all. I don't think. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, PC, and it is not <laughs> coming to PS3 and 360. They like even sent their community manager to NeoGAF to confirm that. Wow, uh, talk about going to the talk about going to the lions, Dan. <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't. I don't know very many community managers who directly interact with NeoGAF. I have an account because they all get banned. I'm an account. Well, I have an account no, there, but I'm kind of terrified to use it. The only the only accounts that get banned are people like Dennis Dyack, who I think didn't he like purposefully antagonize them at one point. Everybody gets banned on NeoGAF. It's like normal. It's like nobody's hey. there who isn't you know evading a ban. Um, but then again, the person more hyped for Fallout Three in this household is David. Okay, how hyped is he? David, would you like to describe your hype levels for Fallout Four? He's eating something. I was expecting a scream or something. Just like you just rather Dolly said 9.6. Could you say that a little bit louder? 9.6. Okay. Wait, what? It's a 9.6 it's, it's on the hype meter. Uh. Apparently. <laughs> what, are we on now? What, are, what, are, what are we on now instead of the hype train? The hype nuke? You know, riding it down until it hits <laughs> the ground and then, and then it turns out the game sucks. So Bethesda's... Uh... E3 conference is Sunday, June 14th at 7 p.m. So, Pacific. Then. Oh, sorry. Yes, Pacific. Sorry. Thank you. Which is um, 3 a.m.? 7 plus 8. Yeah, yes, 3 a.m. <laughs> so, um, we did a Kickstarter check-in. Do we want to talk about that? Kickstarter check-in? Alex did this, right? Well, let's make let's make him talk about it then. So, what do you want to talk about in the Bard's Tale Four, Planet Centauri, and Pixel Starships? They've probably all funded by now. Yes. <laughs> the the, the Bard's Tale very much so, I think. <laughs> Bard's Tale Four, all right, <clears throat> is not Ooh, funded no, it yet. Ooh. It's super close. It's one point two million out of one point two five million, or it's at one point two two actually. Um, so they're they're going to hit it. They've got 27 days left. Um, so they're going to be fine. It's going to be close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the rewards start at $5 where you're, you uh, just uh, get a forum badge. Or all the way up to $10,000 where you get the exclusive Revelers Festival. You pull up a chair and join the party for a pint of ale with us. Physically, in this reward level, we'll not only 3D model your real-life face, and that's all in caps, and place you as an NPC in one of the game's main taverns, also in caps, we'll, let, we'll get you to come out for the game's launch party. We'll also be sure to throw plenty of social media love, I'm shouting if it's in caps, and support your way, whether for you or your own project. 
Also, yeah, so you can spend 10 grand and they'll shill whatever you want them to shill. That's great. Also includes the Ultimate Collector's Reliquary Box, the Signed Premier's Collector's Edition, the Collector's Album Box, the Relic Crafter Reward, and your name will be written on the Standing Stones of Gratitude. Wait, what? Are there Standing Stones of Gratitude? I hope that's in-game. Um, they don't say anything about you having to pay for the travel costs, um, so they might get in trouble on that. So whatever. That better be some good ale. <laughs> for $5,000, you get to share a pint of ale with them digitally because <laughs> they put you in one of the taverns. And, yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, that's the Bard's Tale 4. It is more Bard's Tale, and they've got demos and pictures and and beer and showing of people who play it and they just had a new bar a new a the most recent bard's tale game came out what seven years ago five years ago ps2 ps2 era right oh well whatever this is wasteland 2 and planescape torment not planescape torment wasteland 2 and torment tides of numenera folks they're going to be working on this so Bard's Tale 3 was 1988. Well, but there was a Bard's Tale redo, right? Oh, all right, whatever. So Bard's Tale... Yeah, there was a more modern Bard's Tale. It was just called the Bard's Tale. All right. Uh, Planet Centauri is... What is this? A 2D RPG sandbox. Not an Alpha Centauri game? No? Okay. So no, it's not. All right, they they want thirty grand. They're at three grand, or nearly four grand. They only have thirteen days to go, so they are much less sure <laughs> if they're going to happen. For thirteen pounds, you get the game and beta access and an HD wallpaper. Let's go to the other. That's end. euros, huh? What? Euros. Oh, thirteen euros. Excuse me. For seven thousand euros. Seven thousand euros. Oh, that's cool. They've got colorblind filters, like just listed right here. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yay. Oh, they've got all the types too: protonopia, prototonomaly, deuteronopia, deuteronomaly, tritonopia, tritonomia, and so forth. Anyway, uh, seven thousand euros. You get create your own world, which is three times creating your own biome, which is a previous tier. So you get three bosses you get to create, nine monsters you get to create, three armors, nine weapons. 12 times create an exclusive armor, you get the game, so that's good for 7,000 euros. <laughs> so you get an exclusive Sheba pet, you get prototype access, and beta access, and an HD wallpaper. A Shiba Inu? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. All right, so that's, that's Planet Centauri. Finally, Pixel Starships, which is an 8-bit Starship Management Strategy MMORPG. Um, this looks like potentially an Ana game. Oh, yeah. You have to click on things, Anna. And it's okay. pixeled. Yeah. No, you, you probably want this. Uh, they're at 13,000 out of 15,000, roughly. They got 11 days to go. They'll probably make it. Um, for $6, you get to appear in the thank you credits. And you get access yeah, so to the Kickstarter yeah. forum. And a digital yeah, so Australian copy. Australian dollars. Uh, $6. Doll- oh, which is about five US dollars, apparently. I think, yeah, 450 or something like that. Okay. Uh, you get a digital copy of the game. So five, six bucks, five dollars US gets you into this game. Um, pixels, paper. But I don't understand how the game plays. But I, who cares? Kickstarter is more about the rewards. For seven thousand six hundred ninety-five Australian dollars, which is about six thousand US dollars, 
You get the co-producer. Create an entire civilization and early access. You get everything from the previous rewards, which I'm not reading. Collaborate with us to create an entire alien race. You decide on the backstory of the race, how it fits into the universe. You sketch or describe an entire race of alien characters and starships. We will custom design and build this for you inside the game. You have uh, the naming rights to the race that you created, and you will appear as a co-producer into the credits, and you get to go to the launch party, but you have to pay for your own travel. Designs are subject to guidelines. There you go. What is that dog doing? Is that a hot dog? The hot dog? What? In the dev and budgets section, there's a dog that's doing weird things. Well, let me find out. On the Pixel Starships Kickstarter. I'm on it. I just, I'm, I'm looking. Where am I going? Where am I scrolling dev, to? Dev and budgets. Dev and budgets. Team Dev and budgets. Okay, he's... He's trying to eat a hot dog through his space helmet, which doesn't work. And then he's sad, and he throws it away. That's what I think is going on. Because he's got a space helmet on, so that's not going to work. Okay. And he's trying to lick it, and it fails. Either that, or he's going for the... Um, uh, what's that sausage game? Um, gosh, I'm so terrible with this. Uh, you know, the, uh, the Arcana Generations of War, whatever. Oh, whatever. doesn't matter. Okay, so, the, there you go. Uh, we didn't explain the game at all. There's pixels, and you build starships, and click things, and manage things, and I don't watch the video. That's what Kickstarter's for. You get the links on a site somewhere. Uh, XCOM 2, we already talked about. That's coming in November. Uh, Bandai Namco has festivities, right, Anna? Yes. <laughs> they announced Tales of Bursitis. No. <laughs> No, That's all I can think of when I see it. <laughs> Tales of Bursitis. Mm, sounds painful. Uh, Tales it of Berseria. Berseria? Uh, it's Tales of Bursitis. Can I just beat you with my cane and we'll call that painful? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, it Hang was, on, I'll go get it. It'll be unveiled at Tales of Festival Tales of Festival 2015 in Tokyo, whatever that is. PS4. Uh, sorry, it was revealed. Oh, it was revealed. PS3, yeah. PS4. And, I don't know, there must be more details now from when this story was posted. There's a website, talesofbursitis.tales-ch.jp. Um, okay, Bursaria, whatever. It's an RPG. So, <laughs> with, ta- with lots of scenes, and there'll be people talking, and it'll look like an anime. And I bet you'll run around and smack things a lot in the combat system. These are just my guesses as to how it'll play. I bet you I'm right. You're really throwing some crazy stuff out there. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dungeon Travelers 2 has a new trailer. Oh, who cares? We we got so much stuff to talk about. They they showed off the puppet, the puppeteer. Excuse me, the puppet. <laughs> I think it's French. The play button was cutting off the word. Uh, they showed off the puppeteer. Who cares? Etrian Odyssey Unto, Untold 2 had a trailer showing off Flavio, which is not the same as Flavio from... Um, Super Mario Thousand Year Door. Uh different Flavio. Um it's the survivalist. Yeah, okay. So untold too. Uh Tokyo Xanadu. What was this one? Tokyo Xanadu had a bunch of characters revealed and some media and some details. Uh Tokyo Xanadu is Nihon Falcon's upcoming PlayStation Vita exclusive RPG. Anna, you're doing the news better than I am. I suck at this. You should just do it. <laughs> what? You're just better at it. Um, 
Well, we already talked about the Bard's Tale 4. <laughs> what story am I on right now? Without looking, what story am I on? I thought you just talked about Tokyo Sanadu. Yes. Oh, you're just giving... I, I, I meant... Okay. You finished Tokyo Xanadu. Okay, let me finish it. Hold okay. On. The final new details to come out revolve around strengthening character's soul device. Oh, that's boring. Tokyo Xanadu details. There's a write-up. Alex wrote it. Alex, is anything interesting in Tokyo Xanadu you want us to tell us about? Yeah, not particularly. Okay. No, that's just, that's just a bunch of character stuff and gameplay stuff. Which is I'm... this what they worked on after the Tales, Trails in the Sky and Trails of Tales of Cold Steel or whatever? No, they're still doing other stuff. This is their new... This is their newest IP. So. Okay. So I work on it in, in addition to their other stuff. All right. Yep. All right, Anna. Okay. So we talked about Bard's Tale 4. So what's All next? Right. Um, Mordheim City of the Dam is now in early access phase six. Yeah, I need to get into this. So phase six adds a special strategy view to the game made, follow, made following player feedback and three new maps. Um. Hmm. They have added the barracks and two procedurally generated maps of the second district, as well as consumable items. So it's a strategy RPG based on the Mordheim tabletop game. Yeah, I've played that game. And it's with my uh, gaming group. Thirty-two dollars, thirty-two euros, twenty-three, twenty-four pounds. If you want to jump into early access, that's Ooh. expensive for early access. Well. Good thing there's a Steam sale going on. Because it's on sale right now. Yes. But only until, what, June 20th? Oh, that Steam sale never ends. (laughs) (laughs) I missed missed the game we were talking about. Mordheim. Mordheim, which is a strategy RPG done by Rogue Factor and Focus Home Interactive. All right. So there's uh, a... (sighs) There's a bunch of videos for The Witch and the Hundred Night Revival. Yay. It's the PS4 updated version of the game coming out September 25th, 2015. 2015. <laughs> it's coming out later in Japan. It doesn't have a release date for North America. I don't even think it's been announced for localization. There's a bunch of videos. They're all under a minute. Go watch them. Wait, 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 wait. This is the game where you turn your mother into a rat and have her raped by other rats, and then she gets eaten in a pot of stew? Yes. Oh, great. (laughs) Don't worry, Chris. They've made it better. (laughs) It looks prettier now. And there's also a sequel. Oh, yay! What, bundled in? No. So, The Witch and the Hundred Knight, and then there's like an upgraded version for the PS4, The Witch and the Hundred Knight, and they're also developing a sequel. So, they're putting these out in the US. So, did the first game do well? No. Somebody tell me, is this game good and we just don't realize it? Um, Because I haven't heard anybody speak positively about this game. Why is there more of it coming? It's coming to Japan. It hasn't been announced for the US at this point. All right, all right. Oh yeah, I don't think there's too much excitement. <laughs> Must be in Japan. I don't know. Maybe they're into eating parents. All right. <sighs> uh, where were we? Got Guild of Dungeoneering. Okay, that sounds very generic. <laughs> what? Is, so that is it. Okay, hold on. Just from the title, it's a dungeon crawler. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yes. Dungeoneering has players following the adventures of a wandering hero around 
whom they build a dungeon for using cards drawn from a deck. Okay. Your wandering hero then reacts to how you construct the deck and the dungeon. So he's like, I could really use a restroom now. And you put down a room full of monsters and he looks at you and gives you the finger. (laughs) Well, um, the game is coming out on July 14th. So you don't have long to wait. You can pre-order it right now. Um, and for fourteen ninety nine, and if you pre-order it, you also get the first DLC pack, the Pirate Cove Adventure Pack. Oh, this is this, it's all hand drawn. Yes, it looks like on note paper. Yes. It's like that game that um the calling all car uh that Jaffe wants to do. Yes, that uh, but more interesting. Yeah. So this is going to be on Steam and GOG and the Humble Bundle. Is this a uh? It's already got DLC announced. I love it. Yes. <laughs> That's why if you pre-order it, you get the DLC for free. Oh, how much is the pre-order? $15. Could be hmm. discounted in the Steam sale. Let's see. Guild of Dungeon. Okay. Hearing. Uh, no, it is not discounted in the Steam sale. No. $15 for the game plus the expansion. Or after that, $15 for the game, $5 for the expansion. So, yeah, first we have expansion. a video, and the video probably gives you a better idea of how the game's going to play than my description, so go watch it. Yeah. All right. So, there was a mini direct. Mini directly to you. So, it was 17, it was like 17 minutes instead of 35. So... Um, it wasn't. I don't think it was sort of live either. They sort of posted it without announcing it. Right. And it was in Japan. So it was happening. No, there was no, one for was... Japan, one for North America, one for Europe, just oh, like okay. there always is. All right. Yeah, no, there wasn't actually one for Europe. They just they just sort of announced everything on Twitter. Rather. Oh, okay, my bad. Because all the trailers have the UK flag on them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and some of the UK were the ones who actually posted the trailers. Okay. So um, we had a mini direct. And the two things that were most relevant to RP gamers is Bravely Second and Lair and LBX Little Battlers Experience. So, of course, Bravely Second and Lair is the the sequel to Bravely Default, Where the Fairy Flies. Okay, so now that we have a name for Bravely Second, anyone who played the first one knows that there's probably some twist to that name that's going to be revealed. So... And I, put layer. Up, I put up a guess on this on, on Twitter where I put FR in front of end and then S in front of layer. Well, you need an FRI in front of end. Yeah. So friend slayer, you think? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Because I think that last time they took away letters. They so did. This time so this time they'll add, add them. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it. Or um, pend player. Um, uh, bend. Bend. Bend clay. Okay, you, you bend clay. While he guesses about what it might possibly be, LBX Little Ballers Experience is a level five game that's coming to 3DS, and it's part of the Danball Senki series, which I don't think that we've ever talked about before. What the heck is that? Um. So, how do I explain this, Alex? Alex is like, don't look at me. Hey, Alex, help me out here. Alex, did we lose you? No, I pressed mute because I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so 
So this game <laughs> originally came out in like 2012, and is ba- it's like a it's like a mini mecha battler. Yeah, it's I'm trying to, uh, okay. I think so, it's Beyblades some stuff like that. Is, yes, thank you. Like, I was um, desperately yeah. trying to think of Beyblades. Yes. Oh, okay, so you know how like in the beginning of um, Hero Six they have like the little robot battle. Yeah, like that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. T T. Okay. Okay. Now that's a good way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. it's sort of yeah, it's sort of along the line of Yu-Gi-Oh, Beyblade stuff like that, where these random games are the most important thing in the universe. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> and, and made really exciting than they normally would be. <laughs> yeah, it's another level five sort of trying to do anime toys etc and get all the money all the money so it's coming out in North America August 21st and in Europe sometime in November and I think once again you may be better served watching the trailer than listening to us attempt to no no I like this it's robot battlers yeah that's all you have to say it's mini robot battlers instead of Beyblades well, some people know what, what that means. Is. I know what Beyblade is. Yeah. Face knows what Beyblades is. <laughs> All right. Talking about? So oh. there's a bu- there's been a bunch of Etrian Odyssey news over the last couple <sighs> weeks, and so I'm just gonna kind of lump it together and say that we have a release date of August fourth, and a bunch of characters were introduced. So just like um, Etrian Odyssey Untold. Uh, the first one, this is Etrian Odyssey 2 Untold, the Fafner Knight. And, um, it's even more untold than the yes. first Untold. So it's a remake of the second game in the series. It includes a new story mode feature with a ready-made party. And if you don't like that idea, you can just kind of build your own party and get sort of the same enhancements that the ready-made party does. Um, I really get it. I'm excited for this. I'm going to pre-order it. Um, because I don't like the Etrian Odyssey games without that storyline aspect to them. So I'm really excited to play this and play the storyline aspect. And it's coming next year, February 12th, to Europe. So Alex, Alice, are you guys interested in it? Nope. Really? Um, it might have been maybe. I think, I was, I think I'd seen it previously. But... Yeah, you know me, join robots. Yeah, I'm just not really interested in this type of game. I, mean, I couldn't really get into Persona Q. And that has Persona awesomeness in it, so... Just not for me. Okay. Not for you. That's fair. Well, as, I, as far as Persona games go, I'm waiting for Dancing All Night anyway, so... Because that game, that game looks legitimately amazing. Dancing all night. Hey, Chris. Yeah? You're it. What? I'm tagging you for news. You're tagging me for news? Yep. But I was in the middle of buying Caribbean on Steam. <sighs> Chris. What? Fine. Nordic Games has announced that Darksiders 2 is coming to the PlayStation 4. Bit- Why? What? What? Why? I don't know. Why? Is so it- this will be Darksiders what? 2 definitive edition oh come on that's like that blood death article on kotaku the other day. <laughs> <sighs> that was beautiful writing 
So for those who don't remember, Darksiders 2 originally came to PC, PS3, and 360 in 2012. So um, the only platform that they're confirming right now is PlayStation 4 and no release date. So possibly might come up at E3. Mm-hmm. Um, keep watching for more news because yeah. we'll definitely have it if it comes about. Right. I think there will be as this is possibly the precursor to something else Darkside is getting announced at some point. Alright, so we have a few things that kind of go together and I'm just making sure that I actually put them together. Um, we have an impression for Operation Abyss New Tokyo Legacy by JC Servant. Um, he's the one of the backtrack guys, so go listen to his podcast and read his impression. Who's doing the review for this? Um, Zach. What is it? Okay. Operation um, Abyss sorry, New so- Tokyo Legacy. I thought, I thought you were playing it, Alex. Uh, it's uh, it's either me or Zach, depending on who actually plays it. Oh, okay. Depends on who finishes which, which it at the, Which at the moment is not me. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably do that at some point. So, on top of the fairly lengthy impression, there's also a, f- a fairly lengthy discussion on our forums that goes even deeper into the game and compares it to a couple of other games. So, give it a read. It might be for you. It might not be. But you'll have lots of information to cull through before making your decision. And we have another impression. Um, Michael App, who does our Q&A Quest podcast, go listen to it, um, did an import impression of Dragon Quest Heroes, which he's been playing quite a bit. So this is um, another Musu game like Hyrule Warriors. And basically, it's Hyrule Warriors or uh, Dynasty Warriors with Dragon Quest characters and Dragon Quest-like quest objectives and Dragon Quest enemies and heroes and ba-da-dum-bum-bum-bum. Apparently, it's a lot more RPG than the other two. Yes, which is really exciting. Because the day before the impression went up, yeah. it got announced for a North American release Yay! date. So this was announced as coming to North America like a month ago. And now we officially have a release date and a full title. Dragon Quest Heroes, The World, Trees, Woes, and The Blight Below. It is coming exclusively to PlayStation 4, even though it was PS3 and PS4 in Japan, on October 13th, 2015. And you can get the Slime Collector's Edition, which has a slime sword, gooey gloves, goomerang, squishing rod, and gunganir. Gunganir. No, no, no. Gunganir. 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 Thank you. I thought, it, I thought it was more goo. Gunganir. Yes. Gunganir. Uh, the slime collection also has slime plushies, slime keychains, Gunganir, because it's slimy. Gunganir. Um, that's $100, and you can only get it from the Square Enix store. There's also day one edition um, versions that will be at various retailers for $60. And so, yay, we have a release date. Yay, release date. What's up? Run it by me again. October. Oh, crap. I closed the story. October. Oh, crap. Got it. <laughs> Writing that on the uh, calendar. 13th. 13th? 13th. That's yes, October 13th. Forever be known as October. Oh, crap. Day. <laughs> Got it. Done. So, um, if you like PC games but don't have Windows, 
Uh, you will be happy to know that D&D Sword Coast Legends is coming to Mac and Linux, courtesy of Enspace and Digital Extremes. So what is Sword Coast Legends? Um, a, it's a Wizards of the Coast Forgotten Realms universe game with real-time gameplay based on 5th edition rule sets. Is it going to be like Baldur's Gate? Uh, having not played Baldur's Gate, I have no idea. Oh. It's, got, it's got that camera angle. I know that we're going to see it at E3, so I'll let yeah. you know. There Sounds was, good. Yeah, I'm going to merge it with the other story that's stated on this game, but it's also got a console version as well. So okay. it will be coming to PS3 and Xbox One. So PS3, Xbox PS, One, PS4, PS4 and Xbox One. Xbox yes. One. PC, PC Mac, Mac, Linux. Yep. And no iPhone? <laughs> single player and multiplayer. All right. And yep. cross-platform multiplayer mm. is going to be supported. I like it. It does have the special dungeon master mode. Where what? one person sort of acts as the dungeon master and can sort of Ooh. alter the encounters and stuff. All right. So, if you want a physical copy of Summon Night 5, you... Do yes, I? You! It's a PSP game. You what have to make sure you wait, tell... Wait, 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 wait. A PSP game is still coming out? Yes. What is this? Summon Night 5. What is Summon Night? Um, I've only played the Swordcraft and Sorcery side games, so I have a difficult time answering that question. I... They're run around hack and slashies. What is this sword? Oh, that's where so- that's where sorcery and swordcraft comes from. Yes. Yeah. the The main series are all slashy RPGs. Yeah. Oh. They're run around slashy, slashy, kind of like ease. Okay. And this particular game is a strategy RPG that focuses on the story of a society called the Ucross, which uses summoners to keep the balance between the different races and worlds. And you get to choose between playing a boy or as a girl, playing as a boy or a girl, and you have four potential partners known as their cross. And um, basically, how the events unfold depend not only on the character that you pick, but the partner that you pick. Ooh. Little Fantasy Star 3 action going on there. Yep. Yeah. Yes, this is actually the first of the mainline games to get released in English, so... Really? I thought we had... I thought the fourth one also got released. Uh, did it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure three uh, or four I don't did. think so. Okay. The, well, the, Swordcraft, the Summon Knight Swordcraft dead games definitely did, because they were Atlas titles. Yeah, those two did. Those, I think those are the only two that actually got. Nope, there was three. There was two GBA ones and one DS one. She'd know. She's crazy about those games, apparently. <laughs> I didn't like the DS one as much. I love right. the GBA ones. Uh-huh. So, yeah, there's been a few of these that have come out, and I'm pretty sure that four did. And, in fact, I think Gaijin Works was the one that did it. Anyways, if you want a physical version of the game... Um, they need to meet a minimum threshold to so go to their website and go pay for yours. All right. Now I'm switching it over to you, Chris. No, 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 no. You. This is awesome having you do it, actually. Mm. <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> uh, 
I just don't open the links fast enough. That's my problem. So then I have to do some bullshit stuff like this and cover up so much. Oh, Stella, like while you're loading the story for Stella Glow, you need somebody to talk a little bit while you're clicking the link in the thing there, while you click and you need somebody talking a while while that happens. I don't know where we can get somebody to just ramble on for Developed a bit. by Image Epoch. There Stella we go. Stella Glow will be released in Japan. <laughs> oh, has been released in Japan. It's out. June 4th. Yeah. Demo for the game is also on the Japanese eShop. So this doesn't Atlas help you USA much. Atlas USA has announced Stella Glow and with no release date other than kind of later this year. So I'm sure this is going to be at A3. So you're going to have to go check it out, Chris. Am I? Yes. Okay. I think I can do that. Okay. And if you, if people are interested, they put out two new videos on June 2nd, so they're all in Japanese. But if you're interested, check them out. All right. And um, there is an indie publisher called Versus Evil, and it's going to have a booth at E3. And it's bringing a bunch of different things from a bunch of different people, some of which we've already talked about today. So Guild of Dungeoneering is going to be there. And they're also bringing the Banner Saga 2 and something called Kin, K-Y-N, which is a traditional action RPG from a Dutch studio called Tangren Entertainment. And the game takes place in a world that combines North mythology and magic. It's coming to PC Mac Linux sometime this summer. And the other one that they were talking about that's an RPG is Skyshine Bedlam. Um, which is a roguelike strategy RPG um, from developers based in Texas. The game is set in a randomly generated post-apocalyptic world um, where people live in moving fortresses called dozers. And you take on a mechanic. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, these are things that I don't ask about. <laughs> it's like Mad Max meets Delver's Drop. Okay. Um, I think the thing that people find interesting is this is using the same engine as the Banner Saga. Okay. Coming to PC and Mac later this year. Uh, all right. So don't worry, you're going to play as a mechanic, and the mechanic is in charge of the dozer. Mm-hmm. So that's a dizzy of a dozer. No. No, no, that yeah, it's dizzy of a dozer, dozer. <sighs> I really am going to smack you with something. You want a copy of uh, Out There Somewhere? It's only 19 cents. <laughs> Stop shopping the Steam sale during I, the podcast. I'm just shocked that there's a 19 cent game. That's all. <laughs> no wonder you don't want to do the news. You're slacking off. Uh-uh. I like being able to comment on the thing rather than having to read the thing. <sighs> Well, this is of no interest to me. There's a new Monster Hunter. You talk about it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. How did we get to Monster Hunter already? Hold on. <laughs> I've been going through the stories. I, I know. I, Guild of Dungeoneering, Bravely Second, uh, Untold, Dark Souls. Dark, no, that's Darksiders. Stella Glow, we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Versus Evil Indie RPGs mm-hmm. had the Bulldozer. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Monster Hunter Announcement crossed off because it's monster hunter cross so it's not a numbered game it's a new monster hunter game it's gonna be portable and it looks awesome they add a bunch of moves to all the weapons and give you a reason to play it again and yay more monster hunter 
Also, there's like locations that look like locations from like all the other Monster Hunter games. So you'd be going to like all the villages you remember. And what kind of excites me is they announced a bunch of um, spinoffs. So they're also putting out... This is the first Monster Hunter game that I'm interested in. Monster Hunter Diary Poco Poco Iru Village DX. The game starts the series Sapient... Wait, isn't that sentient? Yeah. Okay. No, Sapient is correct. Okay. Sapient cat species, the felines, and sees players send the felines on various quests while managing their village. Well, that's an animal. I'd play that. There's also, they announced a little while back, like, um, an actual Monster Hunter game that was all more, like, cuted up and animated up for, like, what what was it, Wii U or something? Yeah, yeah, Monster Hunter Stories. Is that Wii U or is that 3DS? I can't Uh, remember. I want to say 3DS. Oh, okay. I'll check quickly. All I know is there's some kid running away from things. So, yes, it looks... Uh, that looks... If yes, you were going to get into one, Anna, that would be the one to try. Okay. Because it's, like, all animate up. Like, seriously animate up. There's like You put, like, some of these stories in here, like, 18 times. I know. That's what it looks like. You just have to... There are four stories for Harvest Moon Seeds of Memory in this document. Chris. Listen, there's a bunch for Fire Emblem, too. So. Yeah, there's like six stories for Fire Emblem, and they all overlap. So, so in the last Tell two us weeks, what's going on with Fire Emblem. Oh, gosh. So in the last two weeks, what because isn't the game going is like out now in Japan. Oh, is it? Just an absolute... Oh, Dang wait, news. no. Um, it might be in the next couple weeks. Uh-huh. So, hang on. Do, 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 do. Let me double check. One of these stories has to have a release date. June 25th, 2015. But I mean, like, they did a full reveal of almost every single white character. They did a full reveal of almost every single black character. So, Hoshido and Noor have basically been all filled out. Um, there was a bunch of new trailers that came out. Um, they revealed the ca- the My Castle feature, which I'm pretty sure we've talked about before. Um, basically you get to build a castle and it's shiny. Um, there's like, um, new gameplay footage. There's like two different, um, huge breakdowns that like IGN and Go Nintendo did of like everything that we know and all of the rumors and what's been debunked and what appears to be like legit. And so there's a ton of Fire Emblem If information out there. If you want it, go find it. (laughs) Go find it because we don't care. I mean, between Silicon Air, RPG Fan, RP Gamer, and Go Nintendo, you could probably get absolutely everything about Fire Emblem. But you should be able to get everything from us. Um. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. All right. No, you can't get everything from us because we don't publish rumors. Ah, that's the issue. And the problem is, is that it's really hard for us to justify publishing scanned information because a bunch of it has turned out to be fake. So I hear that Dissidia's got some more people in it. Yeah. Two more Barts people. and Squall. Butts. Barts. Butts. It's not butts. 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 Tell me about Seeds of Memory. I already told you about <laughs> it. Okay, so let's skip that one. What's the next the one? Square Enix, right? <laughs> Square Enix has E3 announcements. Well, that's good to know. Hey, everybody, Square Enix is going to say things at E3. 
Alice, um, did you know that? This, this this story is like from two weeks ago, so we've already seen like everything that they've announced. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, okay, let's review it. They announced, uh, oh, the Deus Ex, Star Ocean 5, Drunkus Heroes 2, and 15, and who's chewing on a pen or something? No? Well, given my microphone's muted, I doubt it's me. Well, it would be yeah, it impressive. Might be me, but... Okay. It's some weird clicky sound. It's like, I like some... So, moving on. Pokemon Super Mystery Does Dungeon. this help? Should I stop? Okay. Oh, she's going to throw a marker at me. Throw the one that doesn't work. What are you throwing that one for? You need that one. Ah! She did it. Anyway, oh, please. Um, during that mini direct on the Japanese side, um, Nintendo showed off new footage for Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon, which is another mystery dungeon Pokemon game. Um, so players will have the choice between every starter from every generation of Pokemon, plus Pikachu and Riolu. So um, you now have 20 choices of playable starters. In addition, for the first time, the game will have all the Pokemon. All 700 and I don't, I can't read that far the away. The point is that your marker's working. Oh, cool. Thank you. <laughs> I brought her marker back from the dead. 738, 732, 724. 720. 720. Yes. Oh, all right. So this comes out in Japan September 21st. If there were 721 Pokemon, I would totally buy it. Just one too short. September 21st, 2015 in Japan. Winter 2015 for North America. Spring 2016 for Europe. Ooh. Did you talk about the My Castle feature in Fire Emblem? We talked about it on the podcast already. No. Yes. Oh, today? No. No. This no. came up like three weeks ago. It did not. Yes, it did. You didn't know about it to, last week when I was putting this together. Um. You get to no. make facilities we, and shops and stuff. We talked about this. Are you sure? Yes. Well, what's the next story? Also, Marth, Ike, and Robin will appear in your castle if you use the Amiibos. <sighs> I think that's the thing that they announced that was new. Even more content with the amiibos you can't find? Yes. That's her banging her desk in frustration. Not hitting me, just so you know. I think. Right? That's what that was. I, you weren't I, trying to hit me, I've were you? I've lost track of where we were in the stories, because now we're duplicating Fire again. Emblem IF gets a my castle. Yeah, we did that already. Yeah, so pass that. Um, introduces characters. Fun fi- All of these are duplicates. Well, you know what? Oh, hey, here we go. We have a feature. RP Gamer's favorite ladies. Did we talk about Type Zero coming to Steam? Yes. We did? Yes. Yes. We have RP Gamer's favorite ladies up on the site now. Ah, <laughs> uh, so what's that about? It's spelled with a U for some reason. Because Sam wrote it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Anna? I'm getting all the other stories ready. Oh, okay. So I'll tell you about favorite features, ladies. Favorite ladies features. 
No, no, no. We're not reading it on the podcast. Just tell them to go to the site. Go to no. You go to the site and you'll see a bunch of games and the favorite ladies from each of those games. And I don't necessarily agree with the order and some of the choices. But Sam, picked if these. you disagree, the order, the order go to our forums and tell us why you disagree. Oh, okay. I, the idea of kid being a favorite lady is just I have issues with Chrono Cross and what they do with kids, so I, I it bugs me. Um, we have some good ones, and then Secret of Mana Purim. Who the heck is Purim? Who is Purim? That's oh, the official, it's the official but her name hair of the is the wrong color. Is her hair oh. blonde in the game? The um, uh, I believe the official artwork and the game sprite differ. You know, like many other games in, during the Snow well, era. all right then. Chris, why do we have a story about when Lucas is coming to Smash Brothers? Because he's an RPG character. Okay, fine. He's coming on June 14th. Hey, people Next. care. People care. That's, to, that's tomorrow. Okay. Okay. It is. June 14th is tomorrow. Yes. Um, you already attempted to flub the pronunciation of Tales of Berseria, right? Bersitis. All right. So moving on from that, we have a review. Right, but Actually, the animation for Brusitis is being handled by UFO Table. That's a big deal. I don't know who that is. Yeah, except UFO Table, I think, have handled the animation for most of the previous games. Well, it's good to confirm they're still involved. Well, yeah, although there was some bigger news in Tales of. Oh, okay. What is it? Um, Tales of Zillia. Uh, not Tales of Zillia, sorry. Tales of Zestiria is coming out on PC. I haven't oh, gone to that story Yeah, we yet. have a story on that later, but we can do it now. Oh, do we? Yes. No, yeah, okay. no, no, no. Do it now. Do it now. I need a drink. Um, Tales of of Zest, Zest, Zestria. Zestria. <laughs> Zestria. The latest site, the latest sweetener from Lucifer.com Industries. No, it's not a sweetener. Uh, no, it's not, yeah, latest uh, spice. What do you call it? It's a revolution taste enhancement. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's coming to PC on October. October 16th. Well, uh, yeah, it's a little bit later for us because it's coming out on Friday. No, it's earlier uh, for you. No, we get we get it first. You get it first. Oh, do we? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what do you care? You played in Japanese. What do you need it on I, PC? Yeah, I know, but I and on PS3 it. and PS4. Yeah, I want it on. I want it on PC anyway. Um, but yeah, I was going to say UFO Table did the um, did the animations for Tales of Zillia, Tales of Zillia Two, Zestiria, and now Bessaria as well. They also did um, uh, the Fate Stay Night, so Fate Hollow Attracts here as well, um, God Eat, God's Eater Burst, and Black Rock Shooter. Mm. They also the ones who did all of the um, uh, Karano Kyokai films. All right, I don't hey, know what those be, are. They'll, there'll be people who there'll be people who are uh, who are watching who are listening to the who, podcast who, know who that? probably okay. know what that is. Yeah, all right, good. Tales of Zestiria, PC, PS3, PS4, October. You have a date. Get excited. Much hype. Uh, let's see. We had a console and handheld digital store update for the previous week, which the sales are not relevant anymore. But Class of Heroes 2G came out on PS3. Lord of Magna came out on 3DS. Um, even in Europe. Though in Europe, they got Operation Abyss New Tokyo Legacy. I don't think we've gotten that yet. Yeah, that came out. Tuesday, um, all North right. America. All right, cool. So, uh, Anna, what else you got for us? 
Um, Alex reviewed The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing 3. Is it still incredible after three of them? He says mm. not as much. He's on the podcast. I'm asking him. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? It, less so than the previous. Than the last two? two? I think. Oh, that's too So bad. what I take from your review is better combat, poopier story. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think the combat's basically the same. You just got about the class has just been retooled, so it's at least different. So it's not sort of just doing exactly the same as you were in two. You're actually having to sort of use different skills and such. But otherwise, the combat's pretty much the same. There's just less content, and the story's just not really as interesting. So. Oh, that's too bad. As long as the combat's fun and loot drops, right? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, if you're a fan of the series, then you'll probably you'll probably enjoy it. And there's more tower so. defense mode. Yeah, but it's sort of less. It's more a side thing than this one. It's not. It's sort of similar to the other content stuff. There's not quite as much time being devoted to it. So. Nah. Oh well. Still there, but not quite as interesting. Hmm. Okay. So we need to finish two so that we can play three. Yes. Um, and then, in the meantime, Chris can play Token and Kiwa me on Steam. You have this on Vita. I do? Yes. I do. Yes. Oh, I should play it. Yes. But this is the enhanced version of the Vita <gasps> game. I thought Kiwami was the enhanced story version. Content, um, that yeah, yeah. Kiwami is the enhanced version, Anna. Yes. Oh wait. Yeah. So this is just this is just like the. Oh movie. okay. Um, I may have gotten you the the Age of Demons. Mm-hmm. So uh, you may not have the enhanced edition. Mm. Sorry. That's unfortunate. Well, you'll have to buy it on PC now. Uh, no, I should play the one you got me. Okay. Um, I lost my train of thought because you interrupted me. Right. Um, so... When's it coming? Uh, June 26th. Okay. That's later this month. That's not long. Nope. Two weeks. Mm. So, and if you're interested in learning more, we do have a review of the PlayStation 4 version that was written by Alex. So would you recommend it? Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Do you it's think like it's better Dynasty on the Vita, or do you think it would be Hunter. better on the PC? Mm, I think it's fine on any. Okay. I mean, it works well with the PS4 controller, so. Um. All right. That should translate. That should translate well. But. So, if you're a fan, I wish Manny was here for this. Me um, too. Transistor is now out on iOS for ten dollars, ten euros. Eight pounds. Is that a game that plays well on iOS, you think? I was hoping he tried it. Has anybody here played Transistor? No. I watched wow. the speed Nobody. run. Oh, hang on. I played Transistor. Okay. I didn't finish it. Would it work on iOS? Uh, it, does it say that it's on iOS? Yes. Yes. Oh, then probably it does. <laughs> in your opinion, does the control scheme lend it to that platform? Uh, I, there's not that much different. Oh, wait. Oh, iOS, I see. Right. Yeah, there's no buttons, remember? No D-pads? 
Yeah. Um. Well, considering like the main mechanic in the game is that kind of pseudo turn-based thing. Yeah. Um. I think it could. They oh, may okay. have to adjust a few things, but. Um. Yeah. Here's hoping Manny will try it. Tell us all about it. Um, if you're interested in the game, we did a review of the PC version. We gave it four to five. Um, Adrian's primary complaint is that the story is hard to follow and the ending is depressing. <laughs> I've seen the ending. It's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So in addition to the Etrian Odyssey release date, they also released a schedule for the DLC. Wait, what? <sighs> It's extremely precise and a little bit confusing. We don't need to read through it all here, no. but... Here's... No, I'm going to TLDR it down for you. Every week you're getting something else. Will you shut up and let me finish? All right. The TLDR version, every week you get a DLC pack. Most of them are free until the next DLC pack comes out. So you have to buy the game right away. If you're going to take advantage if of If you're going to get all the free DLC, DLC yep. buy it now. Oh, yep. that's mean. Yep. There are a few things that are not free at launch, but it's like every week there's at least two things that are free and then one that's paid until the end week where it's just paid. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, check out the story because there's a lot of DLC coming. There's something like 12 packs. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, 12. And like 10 of them are going to be free for the first week. Are they? Yes. And one of them is just free-free. Because it's portraits free, free. from Etrian Odyssey Untold. Um, so there was a, a couple of big interviews and a video about the Final Fantasy XV episode Duske demo changes. They updated it. Yes. So we talked about that already, yeah. and I'm just letting people know that there are videos that they can watch um, if they don't have the demo but are interested in what's changed. I just wow. wish Chris would put all of these stories together. I so do I. I need to I need to get him to do that. So, Sword in Darkness is now available on the Nintendo eShop. So this is an Arc System Works. Um, I want to call them, I mean, how do I explain this? I hate saying budget games because that makes them sound cheap and they're actually not. Um, they're sort of like, help me what, out here. What, what? Low key. Yes. They are sort of bite-sized games. They're very similar to in in length and content to like a... Two ninety nine to five ninety nine iOS game, so it's easy to pick up and put down. It's going to have three to ten hours of content, and it's and you going can to spend two thousand dollars in in app purchases. No, it's oh, just, okay. Usually, it's just a straight up pay. Right. So, Sword of Darkness puts players in the role of a of a knight of a a Felstern. You return to the kingdom after a mission and discover that the king is using forbidden magic, and the king and all of his armies have lost their mind. So now you have to rescue the queen and save the country from chaos. Bah, 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 bah. I'm excited because this is the kind of game that Natsume is going to start doing for our system works. Oh, cool. Mm. Um, Arc system works just 
picked up some properties, didn't they? No, Natsume just picked up some Arc System Works properties. Oh. No, um, yeah, they did. They got Double Dragon and... Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yes, thank you. The one where they, that, that the... The NES ones where they had those special sprites. River City Ransom. Yes, yeah, that series. So Arc so. System Works has picked up some side-scrolling beat-em-ups. Yeah, well, and then and Super publish them maybe. And the Super Dodgeball, right? Because it's the yeah, same. That, yeah, that's part of that whole series. I love that Super Dodgeball game. Do you? Yeah, because it's got the River City Ransom sprites, and they even say things like "barf" when they get hit by a big spike. Barf. Um, Atlas announced Legend of Legacy. That sounds generic. <laughs> Um, it's developed by the Furyu team, um, and is a saga series spiritual successor. Big S, little A, big G, little A. Saga. So it's coming out this fall, and, um, we have an imprint review from Gaijin, and it's, um, gonna be at E3. And that's really all we know right now. No Atlas tax. No Atlas tax. Whoa. Just the poor Canadian tax. <laughs> they already announced a price for it, so it's 40 US and 50 Canadian. Whoa. Whoa. Is that, I mean, that name is awful. Furyu. <laughs> uh, so what else did Furyu make? Uh, look it up. It's a bunch. I'm trying to figure out if they're important because there's not much detail here about why I should care about this game. Because it's a Saga spiritual successor and yeah. it did really good in Japan. But Saga turned into a really bad series. Mm. Maybe that was after they left. I don't know. Unlimited Saga? Remember? Hey! This? You remember how I mentioned a game that was going to be in the indie booth at E3 called Kin? K-Y-N? Yeah. It has a release date. Hey, what is it? July 28th. Okay. Good to know. What's Kin about? Um, a fantasy RPG inspired by Viking mythology where players control a customizable party of up to six members. Woo! Woo! Oh, this is the one I keep trying to sell you on. Yes. Yeah, because it's a tactical RPG with Vikings. Yes. What the heck? Why aren't you into this? Um, well, Natsume's booth is right beside it at E3. Well, Maybe you better I check it out because you have so much spare time. <laughs> Maybe I'll see if they've set up early on Tuesday. Uh-huh. What is Victor Vran, Anna? Huh? Victor Vran. I don't know. Is the next story. Okay. You don't remember. I, uh, <laughs> I don't get a chance <laughs> to open all this stuff. And the all problem right. is, is there's so many duplicates in here that I'm having... Okay, you do the Victor Vran story, okay. and I'm going to sort of... St- Double through the rest of it. All right, to figure we'll out triage this. All right, Victor yet. Vran, in case you're wondering, is a Diablo-style game. It's from Haymont Games, and it's their action RPG. It's uh, they've got an early access version up on Steam, and it came out on July, June 11th. Right? No, the game is coming out in late July. The first early access update that added a bunch of stuff came out on June 11th. So you can also craft and combine items in this thing now. Uh, they got a hard mode, elite challenges. You know, it's a loot game, so they added more loot. 
You can fire chickens out of a mortar, which I think sounds fantastic. Um, a PvP arena, and there's going to be cutscenes added and new updates. So, yeah, they're building a Diablo game. You can go see if you want to get into that early access style ahead of its July release, or just wait. Whatever you want to do. Let's see, is it part of the Steam sale right now? Let's find out. Victor Vran. $14.99, not on sale. Not part of the Steam sale. No, it is part of the Steam sale. It's 25% off. It's normally 20 bucks. So Victor Vran. And they've got two and four packs if you want to get a bunch for uh, multiplayer. Play with friends. Play with friends. Uh, all right, Anna. What did you get put together for us here? All right. So Dragon's Dogma Online now has a date for its Japanese release. It's a free-to-play multiplayer game coming to PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. So it's going to be out on August 31st. If you have an early access version of the game, you can start playing August 27th. Um, that's if you purchase a retail copy of the limited edition, which also gets you a unique set of equipment. Hmm. Um, they also have a side-by-side -side video that shows you the differences between the PS3 and the PS4 versions. So PS3 basically runs at 1280 by 720 with a cap of 30 FPS. PlayStation 4 version runs at 920 by 1080 with a 60 FPS cap. Um, and there's no plans to bring this game to the West. Hmm. Is this something that you might indulge in, Alice? No, no PS4, right? Alice? Yes, it's on PS3 and PC. Oh, is it a PC game too? Yeah. Okay. Wait, what? What am I, I missing? I thought it out was on only here? PS3 and PS4. I'm sorry. Uh, we're talking about Dragon Dogma Online. Oh, I never played it. Okay. No, it's. <laughs> we're asking if you're interested in it. <laughs> oh, right. I, I I always I always miss the point on these shows. Did we ever did we get Dragon's Dogma like the first one in North America? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, no, I remember and that. And the expanded version. Okay. We reviewed it. Let's see what the reviews are. Um I, Oh it's I, Alex. I, I, <laughs> I think any of my I think all of my like online game uh, online game times probably gonna get chewed up by Final Fantasy fourteen come the end of next week. So okay. yeah. All right. So, um, Ixtonia, sorry, Ixtona, um, was Chemco's first strategy RPG. Um, it came out last September on Android, and now it is available for iOS. Ooh. So, this was the first one that they put out, and they, I believe they have since put out a second one. Oh, yeah? I don't know if we have a story for that. I don't think but so. But now they have a strategy RPG engine, so I'm sure they'll be putting out regular. So Just more screenshots out. came out for the 3DS version, new Atelier Rorona, and everything is super adorable, and I really want this game. Anna, you keep skipping the trailer for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Yes, because we talked about it already. But it's got a trailer. But we talked about it already. Go and guess watch what? The, trailer. the story that we talked about had the trailer embedded in it. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, oops. Uh, wow, Atelier does look cute. Doesn't it adorable? 
I can't wait. I really hope they announce this for an English localization D3 because it is adorable. So what's up with this more Danganronpa stuff here? All right. So um, this is Danganronpa, another episode. And basically this is, um, um, it's like a run around action-y adventure kill all the Monokumas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I played this at MCM. Yes. Briefly. Yes. So I don't think, um, I don't think we have any information on when it might come out, right? Oh, yeah. This this story I shouldn't put in here. I thought it was more info about the game, and it's not. So no, this is a completely separate game. Yeah, it it has been announced for a release date, but I can't yes. remember what it was. Okay. Yeah. No, so basically, you play as the younger <laughs> sister of the main character of the first game. And one of the characters from the first game. And it's really spoilery if I say anything else. Well, don't then. Okay. The, the Witcher tra- 3 has sold 4 million copies, Anna. Um, as of... It's probably sold more at this point. This story came out on June 9th. Yeah. Just letting you know. What's next? You want to talk about the X-Bones getting a new version? The Xbox One is going to have a one terabyte hard drive and new controller. Next a new controller story. has a port for headphones now. Next story. You don't need an adapter anymore. Dark Souls 3 is um, apparently coming in 2016. So this was a story from a few days ago. Um, may or may not be real. Wait, which one? Dark Souls 3. This is a rumor. It is a rumor. So basically, IGN puts up this piece of artwork that says Dark Souls 3, early 2016. And the idea is is this is, in theory, promotional material that's going to be used at E3. We will see in a couple days if it was accurate or not. Mm. Um, oh, that's boring. You don't care about Neptunia Victory 2? No. Okay. Because it's... The Neptonia Victory 2 characters are going into a game that doesn't exist outside of Japan and that we've never covered before. Neptunia Victory? No, the other game. Oh, I misread you that. Did, yeah, you mis- You thought characters from that game were coming to Neptunia uh, Victory 2, but no, the Neptunia Power Victory Lord characters. in the chat room mm-hmm. would like us to mention mm-hmm. that Microsoft is coming out with a Xbox One adapter for Windows PCs. And there's a bunch of Oculus stuff that we should probably talk about. It's the in there. This is coming. Yeah, but I'm putting it all together. Oh. The Oculus is going to ship with an Xbox One controller, and it can stream games from Windows and Xbox One. It ships with the Xbox One controller? Yeah. Huh. I thought it was just compatible with it. Okay. No. Great. And um... Oculus Rift to launch with Xbox One controller, Insomniac, and more developing. That's the headline. That's yeah. Well, and you can stream Xbox One games to the Rift. Yes. And so then inside your head, it can stream Xbox One games. And then inside, then what you'll see is a virtual environment with a wall with an Xbox One image projected on the wall. So (laughs) you can take. Your Xbox One games <laughs> and project them onto a fake wall inside your head as opposed to just watching them on your TV or on your wall in real life 
what you can already do right now and don't need this hardware for. Yeah. If you can't afford a TV, buy an Oculus Rift. But the TV's cheaper. All right. That, w- that was the joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if you haven't already pirated and emulated the Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lion on your Android device, you can actually <laughs> buy it now. Yay, you can buy it now. Thirteen ninety nine. Only four years behind iOS. Mm-hmm. Which is why I said if you haven't already emulated it. Yeah. Anna, you want to play Maple Story, right? No. It's a sequel to Maple Story is coming on July seventh. Maple co- Story to two. South Korea only. So oh, I would Nexon. need a I would need a Korean social. I'm sure we'll number. get it eventually. Yeah, whatever. So if you have hacked into the Korean social network and have a Korean social security number, you um, need to, you a can... social security number. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's how they do all their MMOs. <laughs> that's oh my gosh, that'd be so illegal here. <laughs> Anyways, um, the game launches July seventh, and if you want to, you can actually create your character now. Awesome. So, yeah. Nexon does have plans to release the game worldwide, but they haven't released any information other than that. So, Blade and Soul. Is that like Heart and Soul? No, it's a martial art MMO that's coming out sometime this winter from NCSoft. Ooh, boy. And basically, they did a little Q&A about how they're going to handle feedback and IP region banning and um, like how the expansion content is going to come in, whether there's going to be VA work, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so they did it via their Blade and Soul Twitter account, so you can check out the Q&A over there. I think there's... Uh, I, I already know a number of people that really don't like it. I mean, I think the thing that's kind of a bummer for me is they're going to have one North American server in Dallas, Texas, and one European server in Frankfurt, Germany, which means that you may be screwed depending on where you live if you want to play this game. Well, it, it's all right. I'm, I play uh, Final Fantasy fourteen on a US server without too many issues. So. Okay. Um, but I, I was thinking more along the lines of um, there are a number of people convinced that NCSoft focusing on Blade and Soul is the reason why, um, or one of the reasons why they can City of Heroes. Mm. Hey, speaking of Final Fantasy XIV, yeah, there is new jobs and a new race and personal airships coming. Yep. Personal airships? Personal so not just airships. flying mounts? Flying mounts, including a personal airship. Ooh. Yeah, there is going to be a... Because we, we already know there's going to be a quest that allows you to uh, upgrade your uh, existing free company, Chocobo, into a flying mount as part of the game's storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later you get this rather Wait, fancy looking... do you just give your Chocobo a can of Red Bull? Oh, quite possibly. <laughs> Well, right. it'll be more a can of red geisha greens or something. That was pretty good. So one of the other let, things that... Got, oh, sorry. I cut you off, Alex. Let, let's not kid ourselves. This guy is just going to be full of fat chocobos. That's yeah. right. It's going to be Cause awesome. Because they're, they're turning the fat chocobo into a flying mount. Yes. What is that thing you fly? That's the point. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the point. So I don't more... even know how it walks. Waddle, 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 waddle. Um, I, I'm probably going to race change to um, Aura next Friday. There's more 14 news, and I'm actually really interested in this. You are now able to get glamour equipment. Um, what is glamour equipment? Glamour equipment is stuff that you wear that looks very shiny but doesn't have stats. Oh, good. I bet they sell it in the in-game store too, don't they? I do. Well, they've al- they're already doing that. That already exists. Yes. Yeah, that's a load of their seasonal stuff. Does all that? Yes. Yeah. So they ones... revealed their summer seasonal set. Oh, does it have yeah. swimsuits? Um, no. Um, no, that's already in the game. They, they, I was going to say, they, yeah, swimsuits are already in, but they, they, they kind of are and aren't, I guess. They, I know there was a there was a blog entry on them. Should probably go and find it. So this one is cool. It looks sort of like Blue Mage AF, and you can either have the veil over your face or not have the veil over your face. And it can be yellow and red and pink and blue and black and white and it's pretty. Yeah, yeah I know I currently wear cloud strifes, advent children gear and on my character. Wow. <laughs> Do you have to pay for that? No, it's a No, that, that that was my reward for being subscribed to the game for so long. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I've got it as well. Um where's this the um Ah, uh, dang it. I'm looking for the uh the, the they did a um a developer's blog on um the new out the summer outfits. I'm just trying to find it. Chris. What? I wanna know why you have a Sonic Boom story in here. Why are they making more Sonic Boom games? That is all. It's not an RPG. No, it's not. Fire and ice. Yeah, hang on a second. Uh, some of these stories are not RPG related. Mobius Final Fantasy has a million registered players, Anna. Yeah, isn't that cool? We don't have it yet. No, we don't. Why don't we have it yet? Um, I think it's tentatively scheduled for North America. I've heard no announcement. Okay. Found, I found what it. What is this? I linked it. I linked it in Skype chat. Glamorous. I mean, I think... Whether or not we get Mobius is going to largely depend on how successful short and long term that record keeper is. Yeah. So what? Wait, what are you showing us, Alice? This is the the new summer gear. No, yeah, yeah, that's what. That's all in the story that we linked. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure which. I wasn't sure if you linked directly to the dev blog. No, or not. we did not. But they have all the screenshots on here. Oh, okay. Silicon Arrow just copied them all in. Wow. You could be a pretty little Lalafell. Oh, wait, that's pedophilic to say that, isn't it? You could be a pretty little mi- Mikote? Is that what they're called now? Yeah, there's, there's, that's that's for They're legal, right? As long as they're legal. Right? <laughs> they're the cat ones. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> as I said, race changing to Al Raw next Friday. Well, which ones are the Al Raw? They're the new ones. They're right? the new ones. Okay. They just got yeah, scaled. The dragony ones. Dragonies, yeah. Yeah. I, I I noted none of this glamour gear is being showed off by the Gulkins. Yeah, there oh. is. What? Oh. Yeah. Over here? Yeah. No? Yeah, this the second to last screenshot. Um, and No. Uh, yeah. 
I'm, I'm on your article. I don't see... Second to last screenshot. Is a girl in a pink dress. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that is the... That vase, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, remember I'm not used like... to... I'm not used to female Gulkins. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, they look a little bit different to the ones in Eleven, remember? Yeah, yeah. All right. They're just ridiculously tall and ridiculously broad-shouldered. Got it. Bit like me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and they lost their tails. Yes, they did. No. Yeah, the only two the only two races that have tails now are Mikote and Aura. So. That's why they had to add them. Yeah, they needed another race yep. with, with a they tail. They needed on. to get Tails some off. more tail. Let me get more tail. Anna, what store are we on? I'm totally lost. <laughs> Um, so there was a long video that was put out about Dragon Quest VIII Journey of the Cursed King. Yeah. Uh, where they revealed they're adding two new party members, extra scenarios, another thing. Um, basically they sat down with something called V-Jump. That means something to people other than me, I assume. Anyways. They, they explain why they don't, why they're not adding 3D support. Correct. Having stereoscopic 3D in the fields would eat up more than double the memory. Which meant they would have not been able to have visual encounters, and they would have had to have a really, really, really short draw distance. So in other words, the 3DS can only barely emulate a PS2 game. That's too bad. <laughs> but, oh well. So, um... Yeah. Also, a dessert it's slime can out. come and attack you. <laughs> They've slime got a slime pudding. pudding. It looks awesome. It's got um, a cherry on Dragon top. Dragon Quest Eight is coming out August 27, 2015 in Japan. Japan. And no announcement for a localization. No. So, do you, um... Do you care about Shin Megami Tensei X Cross Fire Emblem's uh, director? Yeah, because there's two directors. Ooh, how's that working? Um, they have one director from the Fire Emblem side and one director from the SMT side. So, the guy from the SMT side... Is he worked on Radiant Historia and Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey. And basically he did a blog. Um, and it's long and sort of meandering. And um, I don't want to read it on the podcast. Because there's don't. no good way to sort of <laughs> digest this. Just let you know that they're involved. Yes. So Radiant He's involved. It's, it's very bloggy. Yeah. It's very bloggy. Okay. Good to know. So. Speaking of directors, Grand Knight's History has a director, and it's... No, the Grand Knight's History director is working on a new game. That's what I meant to say. Yes. Yes. So Spike So if you liked Grand Knight's History... Yes. I don't remember which one that was. Um, that was a Vanillaware game, right? I think so. It sure looks like one. This I one think is... that, was all... that might have been the one that was cancelled. Maybe. So this is being done by Spike Chunsoft. It's called Grand Kingdom. Okay. So Grand Kingdom takes place in a fantasy world full of swords and magic. And it's a tactical RPG that revolves around sending your own mercenaries out into combat. Um, Basically, there's four different kingdoms that are fighting for control of a continent. And um, you sort of need to think about where your troops are going to end and what position that they are in. And, yeah, that's going to affect how gameplay works. Um, and then it's going 
it's mostly a single player game, but you can go online and fight against people that aren't in the same faction as you, and you can take over territories doing that as well. So it's considered 65% complete, and um, it is coming for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita. And this is not being developed by Vanillaware. Yeah, Grand Knight's History was the one that Exceed was translating, but then had to cancel. Because didn't the game get cancelled in Japan? Um, It was something to do with Vanillaware. I think they can actually do the work that was required to get the translation put into the game. Did this get, did Grand Knight History come out in Japan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I know it, it... It was a PSP game. Yeah, I know it struggled to even launch in Japan. There was some issues there. Uh, and uh, it was had an online version, but then eventually Marvelous had to shut that down. So. Or not online version, online service. But, so, okay. Grand Knight History thing. Slacker. What's up with this, Anna? Um, hang on. I've... Have you ever heard of Slacker before? I haven't no. heard of Slacker. So there's some sort of RPG series called Slacker? It must be a Japanese thing. Yes. Um, yeah, this is... I don't think this has ever come out in North America. Ore oh, ni ooh, let me say it. Ore ni hatare kete irare temo otsu for PSP, which eventually got ported to Vita and smartphone. And it's getting a third title now called Ore ni Hatara Kete Irare Temo Tori. And it'll revolve around the protagonist being a hikikomori who doesn't want to leave his house, so he decides to pay off adventures to do questing for him. Wait, what? <laughs> I love the premise. That's a great premise. Why that should that would totally do well right now here. Why isn't that coming out? That should totally come out. They may not have a publisher. That should go to Steam. Do fine. All right, we talked about 15 getting an updated demo. Dear Taka. Dear Taka. <laughs> Please. This looks like a really cool she's, game. She's messaging Natsume's like, director-producer guy. <laughs> <laughs> you should put this out here. Final Fantasy Type-0 H. It's probably too adult, Anna. Whatever. Final Fantasy Type-0 HD got a patch. It just came out. And it reduces the motion blur on consoles. And improve the camera control. Apparently there's too much motion blur. I don't know. No, that is something you complained about, Chris. Oh, is it? Yeah. I haven't played it since that first day, Anna. I don't remember. No, you you were complaining about that. There was just too much motion blur? All right. I'll believe you. Yeah, I yeah, remember one of the RPG fan people actually having real difficulty playing the game because of that motion blur. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hyrule Warriors come to 3DS, Anna. Yay! This got leaked! And Tetra is coming from Wind Waker. Yay! And if you own both on the same Nintendo account, you unlock stuff for the other one. Yeah. So... That's all we know right now, because it leaked. On the same Nintendo account, huh? So how does that work for us? Mm, we, uh, oh. Hmm. I might need to play it on your account. Anyways. There will be more information at E3. All of that was leaked. 
So nothing has been officially announced for this game except for that it's coming. So we had a review by Zach Wellhouse. Who's coming to E3 with us? Is he, I thought it was the other Zach. Oh, wait. Is it? No, yeah. I didn't know we had two Zachs. Yeah. We have a Wellhouse and a Webster. Oh, which one is coming with us? Webster. Oh, my bad. Yep. That's awkward. So Wellhouse uh, put out a, a review for the Awakened Fate Ultimatum. Um, apparently not so great. No, two out of five. What does the gentleman <clears throat> see? What is he talking about with his opening line here? The Awakened Fate Ultimatum is the sort of game the gentleman C was made for. It doesn't do anything innovative or especially fun, but neither is it outright offensive. What is a gentleman C? I gotta go look that up. Like a, a the grade in school. Yeah, it's a grade in school if you do sort of something like donate money, but the kid doesn't actually do any work or anything. <laughs> a grade given to a student traditionally with wealthy parents instead of a failing grade. Ooh, wow. Okay. Ouch. He gives it one for originality, one for story, two for combat, two for everything. He else. likes the interaction. Yes. So the button pressing's good. <laughs> I don't know what that score means anymore. Interaction's a lot of things. It's also stuff <laughs> that, like that button pressing. Let me tell you, it feels good. Weak story, unlikable protagonist, bare bones combat. So don't yeah, get I, that apparently. I played it for about four hours, and it was okay for four hours and I can really see it being incredibly boring after 20 <laughs> so that's a bummer so much for that alright so Nintendo has a buttload of things most important to us E3. is the Nintendo digital event starting Tuesday June 16th at 9am pacific and then they're going to have three days of Nintendo Treehouse 16th, 17th and 18th um, I don't think we're expecting any announcements from any of the pre-E3 events, right? No. Uh, which pre-E3 events? Sunday, June 14th from 2.30 to 3 Pacific. Oh. I bet you they've got announcements at all their events. Hmm. But I don't think they're going to be RPGs. Oh. Yeah. But in you, case you they might are, get there will yeah, be lots of news on hand one. to publish that story. Because our home team is going to be awesome this year. Oh, yeah? Yes. I have to create it. Okay, then. All right. I hope and, it is. Um, <laughs> I hope so, too, since it's mostly Alex, right? <laughs> so EA has sort of laid out their um, E3 plans. I think the only thing that's relevant to us is there is a new story expansion coming to Star Wars The Old Republic called Knights of the Fallen Empire. So new worlds to explore, new companions to recruit, and air quote, a dynamic story that players will be able to shape based on the choices they make. And then they're going to have a bunch of sports games. Sports, 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 TV. Sports, sports, sports. TV, 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 TV. Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to see the NHL 16 stuff, though. Yes, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there that is personally interesting to people on the podcast, particularly you, Alex. But it's, I don't know how much of that stuff is yeah, relevant to the RPG so Gamer audience as well. 
So I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about all of the EA stuff that's going to come out in regards to sports on a podcast at a future date. So if you like sports, sure. sports, 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 TV, sports, 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 TV, then stay tuned for that podcast. TV is the sportsy sports. <laughs> sports all right. TV to sports. <laughs> Deportes. So, um, all right. So there's a turn-based RPG yeah. called Amber Throne. Okay. Um, and it's going to come paint. out at some point in late July or early June. It's up on Steam Greenlight. I don't think it's been greenlit, though, has it? Let's check. No. So he can't put it out until it's been greenlit, even though he thinks it's going to be out in like two weeks. Anyways, Amber Throne is about a girl called Ara who lives in a desert world that becomes a mis- Oh, sorry. Underneath a mysterious floating castle. And she wants to go to the castle. It's a traditional style RPG with turn-based combat, light exploration, a large cast of unique monsters that change stances depending on the actions that will be taken during combat. Learning their behavior and um, their poses is key to achieving victory. And your party doesn't have traditional RPG roles, they're mostly hybrids. And what they've done to sort of make it interesting is there's no set healer character and no mana, so you can use as many skills as you want. So, hey, 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 hey. Oh, you're going to be sad, Alice. Play has announced it will be publishing Astabreed, a mech shooter for PlayStation 4. Right. The PS4 version will have new features that the PS version oh. doesn't. This includes oh, well. having the game run at 60 FPS at 1080p and the use of emissive lighting and texture compression. It looks pretty. Yes. Why doesn't the PC version have these features? Mm-hmm. Then maybe they'll put them back in later. Yeah, they're, they're, they're these things called, you know, patches. Because yeah. it looks nice on PS4 here, that frame rate. <laughs> oh, man. So well, this, I always, this I always is your kind of thing, right? I, I was going to say, I always thought the game ran at um, uh, 60 at FPS anyway. Just not 1080p? Yeah. No, hmm. I think it runs at 1080p. It says, it, well, not according to this story. <laughs> Whatever that means. Hmm. All right. So, have you played Astabraid? Yes. Okay. So, sorry, you don't get nice things. Oh, well. And here's another rumor, and we're only Da-da-dum. bringing it up because it is cro- is sort of side relevant. Um, Ryu and and Roy um, have leaked for fun of uh, Street Fighter. For what? For Street <laughs> <laughs> for Final Fantasy Street Fighter. Okay. Okay. Try that Super again, Smash Anna. Smash Brothers leak. Two new characters, Street uh-huh. Fighters Ryu and Fire Emblem's Roy. Uh, <laughs> there you go. And that's really all we have to say. We'll find out when E3 starts. And I think, I think, I think that's all the news. That was a lot of news. I'm really oh, no, tired I did just now. post two bits of news. No! <laughs> um, hang on, let me pull it up. I proofed those stories. I might as well read them. They're not overly exciting. No? Hmm. Right. 
Well, one of them's not exciting to me and the other one isn't. So if you go to rpgamer.com, you can watch a new seven-minute video that uh, has a sample of gameplay for Ray Gigant. Oh, yeah, you should go see that. So it has three protagonists that are based in different There's parts of the There's a lot of, of boobs in this video, if I recall correctly. And each correctly. get their own chapters in the game and their own unique supporting casts. It's coming in Japan on July 30th, 2015 for the Vita. Unfortunately, no Western release at this time. Maybe we'll hear it at E3. What do you think of that logo, Anna? What do I think about what? That logo. Yeah, it's weird. It's ugly. <laughs> I really hope if they bring it over that they change that logo because it's ugly. This game is going to get censored to hell and back. <laughs> Maybe. Seriously, it's just all like under boob, side boob, and top boob at the same <laughs> time. It's like everything except the nipple. <laughs> then they've got like nagas where it's like full butt on the screen. Like, check out my butt. Here's my booty. <laughs> it, yeah. It's a little TNA? Uh, it's completely TNA. Like, <laughs> the, the lady... the. Her body is not right. The lady with the axe in the foreground, it's like, or the hammer rather, it's, there's something wrong and it's all boob related and it, yeah. Also, snakes apparently like to wear jewelry on themselves, especially snakes that grow out of a lady's head. I don't, what, anyway. Yep. <laughs> so we've got a console and handheld digital store update for you. No, That's right. No, no, for... no, 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 no. What? NIS America. Oh, okay. Nisa's got more information about the Disgaea 5 main cast. Oh, what is it? So they've announced six of the main characters. Uh, Kilia, Serafina, Usalia, Red Magnus, Zerokin, and Cristo. Cristo. So um, you can check out their artwork and their sort of two-sentence description on the site. Um, uh-huh. Disgaea 5 Al- Alliance of Vengeance is going to come out um, in North America and Europe sometime this fall. Hmm. I like Serafina. She's cute. The bunny's scary. Is it? Well, she has to eat curry in order to survive. Okay. Yeah, you should read about it. I'll and just play it when it comes we out. We had lots of console and handheld digital store updates since we did the last podcast. Well, Can we're we doing, maybe we already, just stick to the most recent one? I already covered the previous one, Anna. Oh. Yeah, we already talked about it. So, okay. now here's the current one. North America! North America. New releases. Elder Scrolls Online comes out for everything. The Xbox One, the PS4, the... Well, by everything, I just mean the Xbox One and the PS4, apparently. But there's like six different editions. Yes, there's three different editions on each. Child of Light gets an Ultimate Edition on PS4, PS3, and Vita. Um, I don't know what that means. Probably has some extra stuff in it. That means the game plus all the DLC. Oh, there was DLC? I didn't remember that there was. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a load of incidental stuff, so costumes, things like that. Okay, I need to finish that. I have it on Wii U. Hmm. All right. Operation Abyss New Tokyo Legacies out now on Vita. Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town from the GBA got a release on the Wii U Virtual Yay! Console. Swords and Darkness is out on the 3DS. We talked about that earlier. I might pick that up. That looks interesting. The Arc System works? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it might be fun. good. I don't know. Um, Darksiders, Darksiders 2 has uh, price cuts on PS3, 
as well as the Ultimate Editions of them. And Deus Ex Human Revolution Director's Cut is on sale for 6 bucks on PS3. That's a great price. It's also on sale on the Steam sale. I picked it up so I could play through the redone version of uh, Deus Ex before the new one comes out. Um, Europe got uh, the Elder Scrolls release on Xbox One and PS4 as well. And they got GBA version of Mega Man Battle Network 3 Blue and White on the Wii U. The, for sales in Europe... We've got a few things. Uh, Borderlands Handsome Collections on sale on PS4. Also on PS4, Costume Quest 2, Diablo 3, Rebirth of Souls, Far Cry 4, and its Gold Edition, and Lords of the Fallen all on sale on PS4. Uh, let's go pick those up if you're interested in any of those. On the PS3, they get Borderlands 1 and 2, uh, the pre-sequel as well, uh, Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls, Far Cry 3 and 4 on PS3, and uh, the the gold editions as well as a bundled version of far cry 3 and far cry 3 blood dragon all on sale on ps3 and then on the vita in europe we got dungeon hunter alliance and freedom wars both on sale all right and with that let's talk about the new releases which means i can pop over this browser that has my bookmarks for the new release page which will open this page and then we click over here to the new release button all right here we go New releases for E3 week, because that makes sense. All right. Mostly just Lego Jurassic World. Seriously, this game's out on PS3, PS4, 360, Wii U, Xbox One, 3DS, Vita, and PC. It's not even listed on PC here, but I think it's out on PC as well. Uh, So Lego Jurassic World on everything. Wii U gets Harvest Moon, Friends of Mineral Town. We already talked about that, didn't we? So uh, what else did they get? 3DS is what else is what has releases this week. Uh, in addition to Sword of Darkness, which we mentioned earlier, they get Ninja Us- Usagi Usagi Maru, the Gem of Blessings, My Zoo Vet Practice 3D, Japanese Rail Sim 3D, Journey in Suburbs Number One, what? And Doctor Mario Miracle Cure comes to eShop for nine bucks. Anna. Mm-hmm. Is that the new one they announced that has, like, multiple modes, including mm-hmm. Dr. Luigi? Yeah. Uh, wait, does that one have a lot of Dr. Luigi in it? It has multiple modes. The one in the Nintendo Direct sure did. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know what this one is. Uh, Dr. Mario Miracle Cure, $9. Use new power-ups. Um, yes. Uh, yes, Dr. Luigi mode is in there. So. Mobile Dr. Mario... For your Thridus. Comes out uh, two days ago. So you should have it. PC gets Alone in the Dark Illumination. Avalanche 2, Super Avalanche. Blood Bowl 2, Chronicle Keepers, The Dreaming Garden. F1 2015, Legends of Pixelia. Minor, M-I-N-E-R, Warfare. Pro Cycling Manager 2015. Putrefaction. Robo Minter, and the story goes on. So, there you go. Uh, Apparently, the Japanese rail sim 3D Journey in Suburbs 1 is... uh, I don't know. It's for rail fans who like uh, Japan's natural beauty, I guess. So, I'll look at screenshots of that. So, with that, um, I need to ask you all, what are you going to be playing this week? Alice. Um, 
Well, by the time we uh, have the podcast next week, um, the answer will probably be Heavensward, and the rest of the time will be spent waiting for Heavensward. Waiting for Heavensward? <laughs> That's it? Yes. Oh, heaven can wait. No? All right. So what is uh, what are you doing with waiting for Heavensward? Just watching um, E3 coverage? Fishing. No, I, I don't really... Yeah, I was going to say fishing, but... Fishing. I don't really care. Just fishing. That, don't really care that much about E3 this year. I might play some TIS 100. Um, what? Wait, what's that? Uh, TIS 100 is uh, the latest game from the people who developed Space Chem. Okay. It is an assembly language puzzle game. Wow. Like a computer programming puzzle game. Okay. That sounds it's, cool. It's pretty nerdy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, so, hmm. All right. That'll be, uh, all right. That, but that works. I figured you should play more of that SimCity game. Um, oh, yeah, I'll probably play some more of that as well. Yeah. <sighs> Alex, what will you be playing? Yeah, I'll play some more Steins Gate. Yeah, you're going to be writing news stories all week. What are you talking about? Uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, I might be tweeting the conferences at some point as well. Anna, what will we be playing? I'll be playing E3. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Maybe some record keeper on the airplane or something. I don't know. I'll probably play Aisha on the trip. Mm. I have to figure out what portable game I'm playing. I might work on grinding out some more Monster Hunter armor or I don't know what. i got to figure that out. I won't have much time. so. Yeah. And I'll have to spend a week away from Destiny. Oh, I have to figure that out. With that, that's E3 prep is uh, pretty much done. So we're going to be arriving tomorrow... Um, look for lots of videos coming out of the show and lots of videos coming out after the show. And I don't know if we'll get a podcast in during the show, but we'll set, we'll definitely have a giant wrap up next week for you here at uh, Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific noon Eastern at rpgamer.com slash live. You can come and join and see what we think about E3. We are not doing the daily, you know, 20 minute wrap up videos we did because nobody watched them. <laughs> So that's a good sign to us that you don't want those. So forget those videos. We're going to try and do more interesting videos, spend our time putting up things like more gameplay footage and stuff like that, and maybe more press, maybe some press conference reaction videos that are like right afterwards and can get up in a relevant time frame. So we're going to try and mix up our, our video content this year. I hope you like it. If not, give us suggestions about what you want to see, and we'll try and have lots and lots of write-ups of gameplays and stuff that uh, I know you all prefer and like to see here on RP Gamer. Um, so with that, keep tuned to our E3 coverage this week. It's the big week! Yay! And uh, click on some EOS ads so I get money for the site. Um, is that shameless? That's shameless. So don't click those. Never mind. Gamersgate. I'm evil. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Catch us next week. If you'd like to leave feedback for the show, podcast at rpgamer.com is the email address. 608-729-4098 is the phone number. 608-729-4098. 608-729-4098. And forums.rpgamer.com is the website where you can go post on the message boards. And with that, I'm going to leave you until next week. Alex, take us out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Have a good E3, everybody. We'll see you in a week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.